Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And fuck do we have a lot of stuff to talk about this week. We do. It's gonna be a big one. (laughs) Big one indeed. Especially because, just forewarning, or putting our episodes back together again yeah uh rebuilding we've been compared to uh the avengers (laughs) in the sense that we assemble our episodes yeah and disassemble yeah and then reassemble (laughs) we've also been compared to legos yeah the only podcast that'll fuck up your toe (laughs) that's our official slogan (laughs) or i guess it would just be foot yeah. It would be really, it's, we're really accurate. Yeah. We aim for the toes. Yeah. Very specific. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about movies, TV, and games in this episode, and we're going to do that going forward. We think, we're thinking that our splitting it up. There was pros and cons. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. And the solution. Yeah. So we're going to try it back together again and see how it goes. I think yeah. it seems like the best option at well, this juncture. at least for me. Uh, I'm sure some people are like, well, I would rather separate so I can be like, I don't care about this, but I care about this. Yeah. Well, guess what? I like to have more free time in my life. (laughs) So we're going to try to condense. Because what the problem was, was I was like, okay, we'll just have shorter episodes twice a week. Ended up having the same length episodes. Yeah, we can't stop talking. So. I mean, I'm pretty good at moving on, but you. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, We had some trouble. So we ended up having just double the length of time and double the editing. Yeah. Not double the fun. Which I don't know if people know. Editing is not as easy as it seems like it would be. Yeah. It it takes about twice as much time as the actual length of the podcast to actually edit. Yeah. I don't know. I've tried to figure out the math and why it does this. At first I thought I was just terrible at it. But I did research and most people say around... Roughly, it's a two to one ratio for two, the length. To edit. Yeah, they they say it's a two to one to a three to one ratio of how much time editing versus actual end product, uh, which is nuts. But it's because you're like you have to play and then pause and then play again and then like take out a piece. Yeah. And I guess play there's again. just so much micro seconds in there that yeah. it just adds up. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if there's actual people that do podcasts that just like record, like click record and then click stop and then just post it. I know people. Okay. <laughs> but it's, it's crazy. I wish we could feel comfortable with that. Uh, yeah. I guess it's just a matter of how confident you are. With... Yeah. Or how fastidious you are with what you want your results to be like, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, we do have quite a bit to talk about this week, so maybe we should get into our news. Maybe we should. Maybe we shouldn't, (laughs) but we should. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for that. (laughs) You're the boss. Yeah. Who's the boss? I stand corrected. (laughs) Tony Danza's the boss. (laughs) I think that was the joke, though, because Alyssa Milano was called Who's the Boss? Because it was like, which one of them was really wearing the pants? Obviously, she's the daughter, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I can't think of the name of the actress for the mom. Uh, Angela, right? Sure. I'm pretty sure her name was Angela. Probably. Um, 
Anyway, here we go. Who's the Boss is getting a sequel, guys. How cool is that for us uh, people around our age? That's so weird. It's almost <laughs> as though every fucking show is now getting a reboot sequel. It sure is. Um, this one is from USA Today. Alyssa Milano and Tony Danza are set to return, and it's going to take place 30 years after the original series, just like it literally is. Um. <laughs> you think you think they're going to start like creating shows that they just intentionally plan a 30 year or whatever increment years break? I mean, it's a good business With the story decision. like plan to yeah. go into yeah. that decades later. It's not a bad business decision because you already know you're going to have people in 30 years that are like, oh, that's nostalgic. I'll watch that. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Fun fact, this Who's the Boss is now owned by Sony, and the remake or sequel doesn't have any buyers yet, but whoever does buy it gets the bonus of being able to, or the, the option of being able to license the original episodes, of which there are 196. I kind of didn't realize there were that many. I mean, I know it was a big popular show, but I just, that was back when seasons were like 40 episodes or something, probably, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so that's fun. That was a show I watched, but I don't recall watching the entire show. Like, yeah. it was just, like, when I was a kid and my yep, parents had on. it on, I watched it. Exactly. But, like, I don't... Yeah. All I remember is he was, like, the, like, house nanny daycare person of the house, right? That was the premise. Uh, he worked for the family. And he, he just, like, cleaned and cooked and took care of the kids and taught I, them life lessons growing up. I thought he was actually their dad maybe i don't know what i don't think he, i mean maybe plot points later he was <laughs> again i wasn't really Clearly, committed to the show i was a big fan so <laughs> all i know is he might have been now that i think about it <laughs> what, did he work for them or was he just a house dad i thought he was just a house dad he's he was um oh my gosh i mean he was a former pro baseball player if I was a house dad, I'd oh. try and get paid for it, too. Never mind. I'm the idiot. Yeah. He takes a job as a housekeeper for a high-powered divorced businesswoman, Angela. So you were right on that. And and her son. Okay, so Tony Danza was oh the dad. Of, she was the yes. daughter of him. Okay, so I did have it. We were both right. Okay. Okay, I was like, I thought Again, that she was actually. Again, how little I cared about the yeah. show, because I don't recall there being a son. Yeah. I thought it was so just the daughter. So he moves in with his daughter into the rich people's house. And mm-hmm. then that's how it goes. And then they take over and kick him out and change the locks. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe but in the reboot. Maybe that's what the reboot maybe, is. Maybe. Maybe. They're rebooting the the door locks. Yeah. 30 years later. <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> uh, speaking of re- revisiting shows that happened a long time ago. Mm. Uh, Friends. Cue the fucking laugh tracks. Here we go. (laughs) Um, The reunion special for Friends, which everybody probably already knew about, they cared about it, uh, is delayed again at HBO Max. I mean... (laughs) uh, (laughs) (laughs) Of course it was delayed. Does anybody not been paying attention? Whatever. Um, According to an HBO Max insider, quote, according to TV Line... The ongoing shutdown related to the pandemic has pushed production for the special into the fall at the earliest. I don't even know why. Honestly, I didn't even understand. I just put it on here because I was like, well, how is this news? How does everybody not already know? Yep. If it was originally planned for soon, it's not going to be soon. 
Yeah. It's it, just common it's sense. default knowledge at this yeah. point that anything that was in the works shortly before 2020 is not going to be happening for a while. Exactly. So, I don't know. Whatever. I don't really give a crap about that, so. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the worst laugh track there ever was. <laughs> They're like, who is that? Yeah. We gotta take that guy out. Can we cut that one out? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know why anybody would care to begin with. Uh, at least David Schwimmer has, <laughs> you know, his terrible show on yeah. Peacock to hold him over. Very true. Speaking of friends... <laughs> Let's talk about somebody who probably doesn't have any. Okay, who's that? <laughs> uh, the Woman in the Window. The movie starring Amy Adams. Uh, is that the one where she's like an agoraphobic? Yes, she's scared of life. Yeah, she's, outside she of can't her go apartment. outside or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then she befriends somebody and, and then... like something. she sees something happen to them in the window. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And she thinks that they're murdered or something. And then like she's trying to prove that she's... Something happened to her, and right. like nobody's believing her. And then they're like, "That's not." It's my like wife. It, it's a thriller. Yeah. It yeah. looks like it's a thriller. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We looks... saw we saw the trailers a long, long time ago. Yeah. I want to say, like mid last year, even. Uh, apparently, the movie was scheduled to come out from Fox, but it it moved over to Disney with the whole buyout. Got it. Uh, so because of that, the original date was October fourth of last year. It got delayed to May 15th of mm-hmm. this year. Obviously, that's right so. in the middle of... <laughs> the, it, it. I think it interfered with the Friends reunion special, so they had to delay it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Same audience. I, I don't think there was anything else going on that could have delayed it. <laughs> uh, and so basically, it was just on standby because they didn't really know what to do with it. Uh, turns out Netflix is now going to be getting this film. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think it's completely official yet, but I think they're pretty much just signing off the, the, the ending to it. Okay. I just, I mean, why not Hulu? Not that I want it to be on Hulu, but I know, Disney, right? Hulu, right? It would make sense, but I guess they just feel like it's They're too, like, <laughs> we don't even want Maybe this. they think it's too intense for maybe. Hulu even. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, I've seen some weird shit on Hulu. So. Yeah, right? Um. <laughs> Seems disrespectful. You know, second the Pornhub, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's no actual release date yet. Okay. But uh, it seems like it's going to be heading to Netflix. Okay. Which is fine. Yeah. I was interested in this. Yeah, me too. I'll definitely watch it on Netflix because we yeah, have Yeah, I'm actually, I mean, it works out for us. Yeah. But it's just a little confusing. Yeah, I think it's just one of those movies that... Disney just is like, we just got to get it out there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, obviously, Disney Plus wouldn't work. So, yeah. um, I mean, at least they didn't try to put it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I guess they didn't. <laughs> there's like shows and shit on YouTube now. You well, know, not anymore. Well. They basically cut that all down. They're, they're oh, distributing them to. Fair enough. In fact, Cobra Kai is going to Netflix even. Right, right. Uh, I think the originals they basically stopped. And so, like, at what point did did anybody take YouTube seriously as a TV streaming service? Did did anyone? I've okay. I've never subscribed to it, <laughs> no. but yeah. I do I do know that people do. Yeah. No, we always we get like free thirty day. Oh God! Membership like, no, I don't thing. want to subscribe. Get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. yeah, those things. Yeah. Um. 
Well, you know, it, it was just really disrespectful. Yeah. The the time that they wasted trying to convince us that we should Absolutely. look into it. Absolutely. <laughs> you know who else is disrespectful? On YouTube. <laughs> Gotta double down on that one. Okay. Dr. Disrespect. Well, perfect home form, I guess. It, it really is. Um, <laughs> he announced his return to streaming on YouTube. Uh, Guy Beam. Yeah, he's I giving out free trials to <laughs> yeah. watch him disrespect people <laughs> yeah, exactly. for 30 days. Yep. Uh, so he announced in an Instagram story that he would be returning to streaming and then didn't have any details about where. But then he later tweeted a link to his pre-recorded broadcast on a new his new YouTube channel. Um, so, yep. He's back and on YouTube, so you're going to have to click, no, I don't want this free trial every time I want to watch Dr. Disrespect, which I didn't do anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. And you got to sign in and <laughs> prove you're 18. And, yeah. Ugh, there's so many times it's, where I'm like looking up a trailer for something. I'm like, do I really want to see it? And it's like, oh, sign in to verify your age. Yeah. I'm like, I guess I'm not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to. I don't have to prove shit to you, yeah, interweb. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, still no information on why he was permanently banned from Twitch on June the twenty eighth, though. Yeah, this is such a weird story because not even sure if he has the information actually at this point. I mean, I'm not shocked about what it could be. I just, I just think it's weird that it's never been established what it right. was. Yeah, it's very strange. I mean, if you remember E three, the one we were at last, they had. The incident where he was the, uh, live streaming in the bathroom. Streaming in the bathroom. <laughs> so weird. And and he got kicked out of E3 that, yeah. that day, that yeah. moment for it. And and then I think he was suspended shortly later on for something else. And uh, there's a lot of things that he... Yeah. I mean, he lives up to his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because, you know, the guy's got a degree, you know. He does? He's a doctor. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he went to eight years of school at least, right? I don't, I'm sure he has a bachelor's at I mean, least. I, have I don't no know. I have no idea what his real situation is. I mean, does it matter? He's fucking making pretty good fuck. money. So Yeah. I mean, he was off for a month. I'm sure he was still making good money. I know. Not working. Yeah, because his contract. Worst case, he was getting the 600 on top of unemployment. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's like pennies in the bucket <laughs> compared to his fucking contract. He's, so. he's just... Flushing the check down the toilet. Yeah, he's like, this is trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of money he doesn't know what to do with, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so I will be hanging out by the external piping of that toilet. <laughs> ready to grab those those checks. Hopefully it's cash instead of checks. Yeah, that that's makes true. makes it a that's lot true. easier. Uh, could you just sign them before you flush, please? <laughs> you couldn't even wipe with them. I don't care. <laughs> just sign the fucking check. Ah, no, he's, I'm sure he's doing just fine with money. Yeah. Uh, much like Rockstar and their goddamn GTA 5 online. Yeah. That won't fucking die. I can't. So, uh, they announced that GTA 5 online will have exclusive next-gen content. Okay. No shit. Is that news? Was that, was that something that needed to be announced? Why did they announce? Okay. Just in case they didn't have... Just in case the, like, two people who are blind and deaf 
who woke up from a coma <laughs> from the last eight years didn't know. I. That's very. I'm so confused by them. I just. Who cares at this point? Yeah, uh, and also they are going to have a standalone version of GTA Online Jesus ready Christ. for next gen. So you won't even have to have the campaign. Which, I mean, let's be honest, sure. they kind of abandoned the campaign. Yeah, who gives a shit about very the quickly after GTA Online was doing well? Yeah, that's true. They were supposed to have single player uh, DLC that they never did. Oh. Because they decided they were more what? focused on the online aspect. You mean they the didn't fulfill something that they promised? That's yeah. weird. Um, but the game's not even going to release until like the second half of 2021. So okay. people will be waiting a while for whatever the great content they're going to have is. Yeah, whatever it is, yeah. Twinning the rock over <laughs> to the steady side, which is rock steady. Oh, yeah. Uh, the studio is working on a Suicide Squad game. Uh, I we we kind of already knew this to yeah. an extent. There was rumors. There was supposed leaks a while back. Yeah, they just officially uh, confirmed it. This is it, the official basically. announcement. Yes. Okay. Uh, via Twitter, Rocksteady Games tweeted out "Target locked" with the hashtags DC Fandom August twenty second and hashtag Suicide Squad game. Yeah, I saw this and like the art that the p- picture they posted basically was like. Superman facing away from you, and you could see the Suicide Squad logo on the back of his head that kind of looked like a crosshair. So mm-hmm. I guess that's probably like the play on the target locked situation. Uh-huh. They probably had him facing away from everybody, so you couldn't see his mustache. That's my <laughs> suspicion. That's possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was probably just a little illegal issue where he couldn't shave his mustache for the picture. Right. And so they had to. Yeah. Get the backside. Of course. Well, that's cool that it's officially confirmed. Yeah, and I mean, I kind of wonder if this will be a gateway for them to lean into a, a Superman game at some point, too. That would be interesting. Maybe that's their goal, is to test out Superman in the game. Mm-hmm. For this, obviously he's like the bad side, right? Right. He's the, the antagonist, not necessarily the villain, but an antagonist. And then they could continue the story with him leaning into a Superman game if they can figure out how to use him right. Yeah, that would be interesting. It would be smart for them to have at least a mission or two where you could play as him mm-hmm. so they could figure out the fucking controls. Yeah, definitely. Because that's the biggest problem with Superman is, is getting controls at work Yeah. for the character. I feel like uh, Superman, can, the easiest way, not the easiest, but a one good way to do controls for Superman would be fucking VR, like the Iron Man VR. That's true. I feel like that would be a cool way to do it. Not necessarily relevant to them, but, you know, might yeah. be a cool idea. Not yet. Although they have worked on some VR stuff. Unless that was a different studio. I can't recall. But okay. uh, there was a Batman VR game, which was based on the Arkham the games. The Arkham games? Okay. Yeah. We have it, if you want to try it out. I do. That okay. sounds cool. Yeah. I was just saving yeah, it for... I do. I was just saving it for a rainy day, you know? <laughs> well, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Hopefully we true. can use it on a non-rainy day as well. <laughs> All right, well, that's not the only WB property that has news this week. Yeah? Uh, Harry Potter films. Are they good? I mean, I like them. <laughs> Are they good? I'll try to go for like a, like a Good Morning America kind of yeah. like editorial thing, yeah. you know? But I didn't quite know where to go after I... I, mean- I 
posed the question. Yeah, I so mean, it I'm sounds like here. it sounds like it would be yeah. something they would say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the films currently are on HBO Max. Yes, makes sense. WB yep. owns them. Of course, WB owns HBO or whatever. It's all fucking connected. Yeah. Basically, it's the WB network. Right. Uh, but they decided apparently that they're going to give. The Harry Potter films to uh, Peacock, the new streaming service. Why? I I assume they just decided that it was more financially beneficial to lease them out than have them on their own service. So fucking rude. At least for now. It's fine. It seems kind of weird and stupid. Like, wouldn't you want to keep your, like, flagship franchises in your own personal streaming service that you're, like, trying to, like, gain traction on? You would think. Yeah, so. Uh, I guess look forward to seeing Harry Potter with ads now, everybody. I I will not. (laughs) I will not. You can't make me look forward to that. (laughs) So, let me pose the the question again. Harry Potter movies, are they good? (laughs) Yes, they are. But not on Peacock. Yeah. Uh, that's actually not the only title, too. They're actually going to have a shit ton more. There's a whole list. I didn't want to go through all of them. But two big ones, Batman Begins and Beetlejuice, also will be going to Peacock. Uh, no, I think it was like within rude. the next six months or so. Okay, well, we got to watch Batman Begins before that happens. Uh, okay, I guess. Didn't we talk about watching it? Oh, it was the other nah, ones. Yeah, the old ones. The, okay, okay. Like the, the 90 ones. Okay. I guess technically 80 <laughs> to the 90s. The 90 ones. Why is that funny? Because, I don't know, it just... It's like it was it like, sounded like nineteen ninety one. Was it like eighty like nine or something that the first one came out, or eighty seven? It was like eighty seven, maybe. Who knows? Either way, we'll figure it out. Anyways, uh, yeah, they had a lot of fucking stuff. I was really shocked by how much was going to be. <sighs> I going hope to that Peacock. Beetlejuice stays on there until after Halloween. Bet you those motherfuckers are going to take it. To uh, we have Beetlejuice. Yeah, you're probably right. It's a hella good. Movie. Unless you wanted to watch it with ads, then we can. <laughs> No, I do we not. We can do that. I'm good. Thanks. I'll pass. <laughs> um, and no reason was given for why these Harry Potter films are going to Peacock. But, I mean, we, you know, we had season passes to Universal Studios for a few years. They're like the home of yeah. the Wizarding World attraction, right? Right. So, so NBC Universal, They had a deal, obviously, to put Harry Potter at their theme parks. Even though it was WB. Yeah. So, I guess it's not a stretch to say they they used their partnership to come up with another another deal for these movies. Who knows? Maybe maybe WB was like, yeah, with all of the tension with the uh, what's her name, J.K. Rowling. Maybe maybe we'll just let them. You can borrow. Go for a, for a little while until people get less mad about the situation. Yeah. I don't know. That's possible. I'm not really following it. Yeah. It's not as popcorn friendly as the uh, Johnny Depp and what's her name his ex Amber Heard Amber Heard with Perd <laughs> you heard with Perd <laughs> now I want <laughs> now I want like a dedicated news update yeah. segment that he does yeah just talking about their drama yeah in the like courtroom yeah. stuff yeah <laughs> that would be pretty good you know what else would be pretty fucking good? What? Even though it's on Peacock. Ugh, what is it? 
MacGruber is getting a TV show. It is? Really? The the 2010 movie starring Will Forte uh, is getting a TV show in the works written by Will Forte and also executive produced uh, alongside John Solomon and Jorma Tacone. Oh, yeah. He's one third of The Lonely Island, I think. Right? Is there three of them? Yes. I thought there was only two. No, it's Andy Samberg, him, and... The one that got kicked out of the, the yeah, band. The other the one that I can never remember his name is Akiva is his first name, I think. Jorma Tacone was actually in the, one of the movies that we watched recently. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just, I don't know who, so... I'm pretty sure that's him. Let me just check, uh, fact check myself. Uh, and Tacone will also be directing, because he was actually the director of the movie. Oh, okay, cool. In 2010. Uh, there's no word on if Kristen Wiig will be returning. I guess that all depends on whether or not she can be turned back into a human <laughs> from Wonder Woman 1984. Stuck, stuck as a cheetah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that's going to play out because we haven't seen the movie yet, obviously. Right. Only uh, Patty Jenkins and Gal Gad- Gadot. Mm-hmm. I guess they're the only ones that really know. Yeah. Along with everybody else who's associated with the film. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> That would be a really funny gimmick, though, if they, like, brought her back, but she came back as Cheetah, and they, like, leaned into the joke that she yeah. is now a Cheetah. Yeah, that would be pretty good. We got some John Wick news. Okay, that's always good. They're taking the uh, the lead of Avatar and making a bunch of movies at the same time. <laughs> so it was announced John Wick 4 and 5 will be filmed back-to-back. Okay. Which tells me they're probably going to have a direct connection to the story for each one. Yeah, probably. Not that they haven't really so far, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, And the filming will be in early 2021 with John Wick 4 slated for a Memorial Day weekend 2022 release. Okay. Isn't that weird to say that? Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, it is. It's also weird that we say... A weekday night. I just say weeknight. I'll night. see you Friday night. Oh, would, should, should we say I'll see you Friday night? Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you Friday night. I'll see you Wednesday Thursday night. Wednesday night. When, Wednesday night. <laughs> Tuesday night. <laughs> Monday night. Yeah. You know? Sunday night. Saturday night. Yeah. It's, you know, it's... We should... Adopt that and see if it catches on. Embrace it. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. I'll start the hashtag. Okay. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, I might be checking out this new TV network that they're launching called Ven. V-E-N-N. They are focusing on video games and esports. This is from CNBC. And it's going to be free to view. I'm using air quotes because I'm not exactly 100% sure what that means. You don't need a separate subscription for it, I suppose. Well, it's on Twitch and YouTube, right? Right. It'll okay. be broadcast on live on streaming platforms, yeah, Twitch so and YouTube. That's why it's free to view because, because you don't have to have you cable. You don't pay for that. Okay, fair it's enough. Just a free service that. Got it. Um, they intend to approach like normal, uh, normal TV distribution as well, but to start with, they're going to do Twitch and YouTube. And uh, the founders are not new to TV or, or games, so hopefully it's got set up for... They're pretty much set up to succeed, it seems like. Uh, ben Cousin and Ariel Horn 
Kuzan was a former former executive at Vivendi Universal Games, which merged with Activision to create Activision Blizzard. So he knows what games are games are about. That's good. Yeah. And um, Ariel Horn was credited with expansion of esports production at Tencent's Riot Games, and you know they're known for League of Legends and all of that stuff. Sexual harassment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't gonna unfair. Go there. Gender wages. Yeah. You name it. Um, and he also previously worked on NBC Universal Sports Output. So he has some TV experience as well. So, um, seems cool. Uh, I know we are going to be, they're relaunching G4. So it seems like everybody's kind of like realizing mm. that this market is not going away. Yeah. And they should start capitalizing on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ben Cousin. Uh-huh. Uh, I've heard a lot of things about him, actually, uh, with Activision Blizzard. Um, yeah? From all the interviews I've heard about, like, people that worked under him, uh-huh. they said he's he's a pretty chill guy. Okay. You're the worst. <laughs> Another TV slash video game situation we have coming up soon is... <laughs> I like it. I like it. Just... Just ignore the bear. It'll go away. <laughs> Video game box art documentary. There's They're coming out with something. Uh, so the makers of The Toys That Made Us, which we was on Netflix, I think, right? We watched some of that. Wasn't there an episode on Transformers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, E-Man. Yeah. And Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. So those people went ahead and were like, yeah, let's talk about video game box art. Because back in the day before, the internet was all over the damn place. And, like, it was a lot harder to market video games to people. Really, the box art cover or the cover art of a video game box was really the the primary way to sell the game. And so they're going to do a docuseries to highlight the illustrators and cover artists of this art and the marketing surrounding it. Um, So I think that'll be a really interesting uh, viewpoint to see. There's no official release date, but they said, quote, late 2020. Um... Still really not clear if it's going to be included in any subscriptions, but it says it will be available on Amazon, Apple TV, Dish, DirecTV, Spectrum, Google Play, and more. So we know for sure you can buy it, but I'm hoping it's included on somebody's subscription because it would be nice to just have it, have a deal with somebody and watch it as part of a subscription you already have instead of having to pay extra for it, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's always nice not having to pay more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um... At first, when I saw this, I thought it was the Netflix thing that was a um, series that they're coming out next oh, week. Oh, yeah. That... It's like high school or something. It's a yes, documentary about that... like the game industry and, and how it grew right. through the decades. So. Yeah, no, this is a little bit more niche than that. But it's but... good to see that there's a lot more attention to the gaming industry. Yeah. It, it shows that it's growing. It shows and, that the industry and is evolving. And... and people care. People in charge are caring. Or at least they're told to care through documentaries. Yeah, exactly. Move over, Blackfish. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hella dated. Yeah. Uh, You know what else is dated, though? (laughs) What? Pikmin. That's fair. But not that dated. Okay. Because it's coming out on Switch. Oh, yes. The release of Pikmin 3. I saw something about this. Uh, I have not played Pikmin 3. I've only played Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2. And the demo of the Pikmin on DS or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know anything about Pikmin and I've never played it. So I have no input here. 
So it came out as a GameCube game. Okay. Uh, basically, the premise, I don't know if there's an official genre for it. Okay. But the basic premise is you're a little character, human in space named, I want to say Ollie. Okay. And you crash land on a planet and you're stuck there. Your spaceship loses a lot of parts, and so you can't fly, mm-hmm. and so you have to go explore and find all of your parts and bring it back to the ship to build it to get back to wherever the fuck you're going. Okay, seems pretty straightforward. Uh, so there's these things called, these these little creatures called Pikmin that okay. he finds among the okay. planet. Okay, got it. Uh, and they have different colors, and each one does a special trait that helps you... Uh, navigate and and get to certain areas. Okay. Uh, so basically, you find them, you push them into the ground, and you make them pop out more Pikmin, and then you push them in the ground, grow more Pikmin. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. You're basically you're, you're you're forcing them to fuck each other in the ground. Okay. And then repopulate. That sounds very morbid. So basically, you're making an army of these things. Okay. 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 And then there's like other creatures in the world that inhabit the areas and you have to like they're you know carnivores and shit like that mm-hmm. so basically you're using the pikmin as tools to get the parts and also as an army to kill creatures to get to the parts to then carry to the sounds very problematic uh, <laughs> but i'm sure it'll yeah, be fun it, it was a blast I, yeah. I i played the first two games okay um I know that this one came out on the Wii U, which I never had, and so I was really bummed when I wasn't able to play this, and I just was fingers crossed for this port, and didn't seem like it was going to happen, but thank God it's happening. So coming on October 30th for the standard $59.99 price tag is going to be Pikmin 3 Deluxe. No shock there, right? They always call their Switch ports Deluxe, right? Uh, because they are including an option for a new co-op play and all the DLC from the previous uh, Wii U release will be included. Okay. So there's also additional features like difficulty settings. So I'm assuming you can make it easier if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, enhanced targeting and a new hint system. Okay. So probably for people that are stupid and can't figure something out. So like me. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but I'm really excited for this game. And to see that it has co-op yeah. means we can play together. That is pretty cool. But you're probably going to rage quit because you don't like playing games like this with me. I don't think there's any costumes that you can change into, so I think we'll be okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Does this microtransaction make me look fat? All right. You're ridiculous <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it all seriousness. It's like good to see that Nintendo has something that I care about coming out this year because they were yeah. pretty dry. I felt like um, they did have games coming out. Animal Crossing is a very popular fucking game. Yeah, it is. Uh, not my cup of tea, but I respect what it's doing and that it's found such a great following. Mm-hmm. I think the pandemic probably helped because it probably gave a lot more people the push to try the game yeah. than it probably would have because it used to be more of a niche game. Right. 
So uh, it's good to see, though. Uh, moving into some TV, though. Uh, the Boys Season 2 has added a cast member. Uh, Sean Ashmore will, will join the cast as Lamplighter. You'll remember him remember that name. as a reference in the first season. Okay. Uh, he was a character who had mysteriously left, and that's actually how Starlight got onto the team right. of the Seven, because she replaced him. Okay. Now he's back, and so I assume this is going to cause some awkwardness, because she's got his spot, so who knows if he's on the team or what's going on. Right. Uh, but apparently his character has history with the boys, and their breakup from eight years before uh, had some kind of connection to this character. Yeah, I feel like there were, like, indirect references to something mm-hmm. like that. So, I'm just fucking excited for this show. Yeah, I did read, too, actually, that... Uh, so, they're releasing the first three episodes all at once on the first day okay. of the, sh- the show. And then one episode's each Friday after that. And I think it's, like, October 4th or something, I think they said, is going to be the finale. Okay. So, I know we had been talking about the show and because they had the after show that they were going right. to do this season. Oh, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, is it going to be a binge show? Because that's weird. Like, there's no point to that. Okay. So, you're so the answer to that question. portion of it's going to be a binge. Understood. But it's basically going to be a week to week after that. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited for that show for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Probably the most important fucking news we have this week. Lay it on me. Falls in our video game section. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla mm-hmm. will let you pet cats. <laughs> yeah? Is there any um like benefit to it like in the gameplay or is it... Yes. Um, you get to pet cats. Oh, got it. <laughs> I just went, do you earn any perks from it or does any, does it calm yeah. you down or? Yeah, you do earn perks. Okay. You get to pet cats. Okay. Got it. I feel like I'm very fucking clear here. You are. You're right. It's crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm here for that. I think that's fucking great. I just, you know, I'm just excited. Of course I you can, are. I can neglect my real cats. Yeah. And pet the ones. In the game. In game. Yeah. Of course. I hope that they make it realistic, though, and make them not like it. Yeah, like growl at you. But stay in your arms. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. They're, like, passively aggressive, but yeah. they just let it happen. Yeah. We have some good slash bad news for Microsoft uh, regarding the Xbox Live. There was rumors that it was going away or potentially turning free to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turns out that's not the case, according to Microsoft. They are just changing some wording in the fine print to address changes made in the terms of service uh, to distinguish between the features of like the different consoles. Because okay. obviously they're going to have different features for the consoles. So right. as far as the service goes, some would not apply to like older gen, probably. Understood. Uh, the, the quote from a Microsoft spokesperson, this language update is intended to distinguish that underlying service and the paid Xbox Live Gold subscription. There are no changes being made to the experience of the service of Xbox Live Gold. Okay. Of course, this could also just be 
Smoke and mirrors. Yeah, like a, a statement now, and then when they actually execute whatever they're going to do, boom, there's right. the news. That's true. That happens all the time. Uh, but according to them, it's not changing. Okay, good to know. Uh, but what is changing are the times. Are they? The times are changing. Okay. And an Xbox controller was leaked long before the console. Yeah. So a Twitter user, Zach S, purchased an Xbox controller on an online site called OfferUp. Yeah. It's a third-party reseller. It's an app, yeah. Okay. Uh, so he received his controller. However, it ended up being a next-gen controller. How it's the fuck? not even a current <laughs> Xbox One controller. I just... I don't understand how that's even possible, but okay, sure, continue. Uh, the controller was named Robot White. Okay. It was a white controller. Yeah. So, uh, apparently black controllers are not robots. Yeah. Uh, and the packaging said that it is compatible with the Xbox Series X and S consoles. So. Wait. <laughs> here we are. Okay. This leak basically confirms that the s the xbox series s does indeed exist yeah which we pretty much already knew right but there was no official like announcement right which i guess there still technically isn't right um yeah so i guess we need to expect i mean expect a lower lower priced xbox series console okay I mean, obviously, you know, we knew it was labeled the Lockhart console for the longest time in the rumors. So, yeah, just nice to see that we were all right. Yeah. And while Xbox is just mailing people next gen controllers that they shouldn't even have. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Sony is telling PlayStation users that the PS5 will support PS4 controllers, but only for PS4 games. Which... Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Uh, and their logic is they have a quote from, well, Sony. That's all I got for the quote person. Just that? Uh, <laughs> we believe that PS5 games should take advantage of the new capabilities and features we're bringing into the platform, including the features of DualSense wireless controller. Basically, what I'm hearing is we want you to buy the new controller uh-huh. so we're not going to support the old exactly. one exactly there's really no way to talk your way out of that sony we know what you're doing every year they have a new fucking feature on the controller and then they abandon those features within the year yeah whatever like, remember the giant fucking sense pad or yeah. sensor pad or whatever fuck yeah. on on the ps4 everybody was so jazzed about it's barely used yeah it's basically a giant menu button now. Right. And they have like the cool motion control shit, borderline VR kind of controller shit where uh-huh. you can like move the controller and shit. Like it's a, you know, like certain games you could like shake it like it's a, sh- a spray paint can right. or whatever. They had like cool stuff like that. But they abandoned that kind of shit very early on. Yeah. So I would not be shocked if the PS5 controller did the same. Yeah, exactly. On the talk of uh, Sony PlayStation... Uh, the state of play happened this last week for uh, some newer games, most of which were PS4, not actually PS5, which mm-hmm. people were pretty upset about when they heard that. Uh, but they had a decent amount of stuff. So I thought we could go through uh, everything that was announced or just shown and just 
give people an idea of what what's to expect with the last few months of a once over current gen you know yeah uh so crash 4 we already knew was a thing mm-hmm. uh, they showed us some gameplay uh the highlights for this game were customizable characters with an in-game unlockable like model yeah uh so like costumes a bunch of variety of costumes you could put on Just your like... character uh Cosmetic stuff. Yeah, cosmetics. If you remember yeah. the the Crash Team Racing game that was remade, threw in a lot of microtransactions and it got a lot of backlash for right. for that because it was kind of implemented in a way that you basically had to do it in order to play the game. Mm, okay. Uh, so they made it very clear that this was in game and you didn't have to buy it. Right. <laughs> I think they learned their lesson, I guess. Yeah. Uh, a character named Dingo Dingo Dial. Dingo Dial. Dingo Dial. Okay. Uh, it, he's now a playable character. Yes. Apparently he's a known character in the franchise. Yeah. I'm not familiar with him. Uh, but he is now playable, and that's a big deal, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they've included an inverted mode, which allows unique art styles, I guess, to yeah, there's... be put into each level if you choose to have them. Essentially, and... it's like a crazy art filter on each yeah, thing. And each, yeah, and each mission would have a different type of yeah. art filter. It it's like you just said filter it, yeah. it feels like it's just like a filter being put onto the game yeah it doesn't seem like it's anything the only one that amazing. seemed like it wasn't a filter like a straight filter was like there was one where you go and you throw paint everywhere to like show you the way mm-hmm. or something weird it was kind of a cool concept but mm-hmm. like eh, who cares? it's like the mickey mouse game where you did that shit back on 360 oh my gosh. PS3. that does sound familiar okay. i don't remember the name of the game it doesn't matter mickey's paint job <laughs> That's probably what it was. <laughs> okay, so that's really it for for Crash. Um, I'm not that excited about the game. Yeah, it's uh, fine. It looks cool, but I, I was never that good at the game. I liked playing yeah. it, but I wasn't very good. So yeah, I never really fell into Crash. I feel like it just was okay. Um, moving on, Hitman Trilogy and the Hitman Three uh, are now going to have VR support, uh, releasing in. January of 2021, they will have all three games go into VR mode. Which is weird. Like, I get it. It's going to be cool. But it's still weird to me to think you're going to VR assassinating people. I mean, most games you do that anyways, right? That's true. I just, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not that into the Hitman series. But to be honest, this kind of has my interest. Yeah. And I think we have one of them on PlayStation through the game's the playstation plus mm-hmm. i think i think we have two or at least part of yeah two. well so i will probably check i'm not that saying out. i wouldn't check it out but i just yeah. i'm not sure how i feel about it yet okay uh braid which was a indie game back in 2008 is getting a anniversary edition mm-hmm. on ps4 uh, they are redrawing the art for the game completely yeah, they said they're, they did, what is it, nine pixels to every original one pixel, I think is what they said. Oh, okay. Um, they really refined the detail of the graphics. Yeah, it looks completely different. And they showed like a, a comparison of the mm-hmm. 2008 game to, to 2021, which will be the release date. Uh, they've improved sound in the music and all that stuff for the game. And they've added a interview and commentary to the game, so you can listen to them talk about making the game essentially yeah while that part in and of itself seems interesting because i don't know anything about this game but that part seems very cool yeah they kind of worded it like even if you 
don't necessarily know our fucking game, like if you're just interested in learning an idea of how games are made, what goes behind creating a game, yeah, it's worth a listen. So it's a, a smart way of marketing your game. Exactly. Uh, Spelunky 2 is another little indie game. Uh, never played Spelunky, but I know it's like a fan favorite. It's okay. It's like a retro-looking, side-scrolling yeah. type game. Still not that interested in it myself, but yeah. it had some interesting stuff they were talking about. Uh, they've added online multiplayer. Uh, they've added more interaction in the world. I assume people who play it will know what that means. Yeah. They've, they've allowed you to now build an in-game community when discovering new characters that you can interact with. So you can, like, recruit them to your, like, area? I, I guess, and I assume that they have perks that help you... Probably. With skills, maybe? Mm. I don't... Again, I haven't played the game. Yeah. Um, and it's releasing on September 15th, so... Really soon. Really, really soon. Uh, Control is getting an expansion uh, that's going to be tied into Alan Wake, mm-hmm. which is a game made by the same developer from the 360 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's coming out August 27th. So it's right around the Next corner. month. Yeah, or this month. And this trailer essentially, like, confirmed the whole, like, uh, shared universe. Shared universe situation. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Okay. Vader Immortal VR. Uh, This was the biggest highlight in my, for me, in the the state of play. They finally showed some footage of it. Not that I couldn't find it if I looked, because the game was on Oculus and shit like that. But I was excited to see something for this. Uh, So... I think there's a campaign, but mainly what they showed was like a lightsaber dojo mm-hmm. that it looked like it was more kind of like your traditional enemies coming at you. You just stand there and swing right. your, your lightsaber at them. It did seem like that. Um, so I hope there's more to it than that. Yeah. But I guess at the very least, there's that. You could fuck around and right. pretend you're a fucking Jedi or Sith Lord. Very true. Um, you know, impress your cats while you're in your boxers playing. Yeah. Vader Immortal. Exactly. Uh, and that's releasing on August 25th. So really fucking soon. In a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, Aeon Must Die. It's some cyberpunk style fighting side-scrolling brawler. That's a mouthful. Uh, there actually was some drama that sparked with this game. Yeah. Uh, so after the release of this trailer, apparently... News came out that the developer was not paying the staff on time, if at all. Wow. And basically everybody from the developing team quit. Okay. And not only that, but the game trailer that people saw was uh, contracted out to a different company to make Okay. for this event. Wow. It's pretty intense. So I guess the implication there is that they paid somebody else. To put the trailer out. But they wouldn't pay but their But they original. wouldn't even pay their own employees. Yeah. I guess is the implication there. Um, and then there was something about source code theft or something. Oh, um, okay. A lot of stuff. I don't know. So uh, we'll have to keep our eyes out for, for that story if there's anything developing with it. Yeah. But it looked really cool. So I'm a little bummed to see that there's drama behind it. Yeah. You know, we can't just have nice things. Nope. Uh, it looked like it was kind of like a fighter game that like had like more of a story to it, and the art style was really gorgeous. So yeah, um, 
Hood Outlaws and Legends was a player versus player versus environment heist game that was revealed for a 2021 release. Felt like a generic. I thought this looked really cool until you told me what kind of game it was. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> I just thought the characters looked interesting. and Yeah. I, I mean, it did at first. And in fact, for a moment, I was like, is this an Assassin's Creed thing? Yeah. Because there's a chick that has, has the... the uh, the dagger thing. Yeah. It it felt like it was just like a knockoff for honor kind of game. Okay. Um, it looks like it was set in like a you know, medieval time. Right. I'm assuming they're trying to play on like Robin Hood type. Yeah, situation. that's what it felt like. Yeah. The whole idea is you're stealing um committing heists or whatever. Right. And I assume it's from the rich for the poor or whatever, mm-hmm. but or just from the rich for you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which I guess if you're poor, I guess it still works, huh? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I was kind of, eh, I'm over it. But it seemed like something you might be interested in. I could be interested, but I don't usually do too well in the whole, like, play ver- player versus player situation. Mm-hmm. The Pedestrian, which was a artsy-looking side-scroller puzzle platformer. Oh, yeah, that one. Uh, it kind of reminded me of Unravel. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was like a Game & Watch kind of feel where you're, like, a stick figure you know you tip, you see on typical like street signs stuff yeah. like that or like walk don't walk restrooms guy. Yeah, yeah you know uh and it looks like you're basically traveling on signs mm-hmm. and and doing puzzles to to navigate through to the next sign and yeah. stuff it's a really cool interactive it's way it's a very way interesting it. concept yeah it was really gorgeous the environment around you know you're like in public city areas and yep it looked really cool so I'm looking forward to that game. And that's going to be out on PS4 in January of 2021. Uh, God, I can't stand this fucking game. <laughs> Bug Snacks, which is that game that was revealed at the PS5 event. Yeah. Um, had a trailer which showed a little bit more context of the story. It looked almost exactly the same. I still didn't. Like, yeah, there's a couple new things, but it's not like anybody was like, yeah. what? So, basically, they established the premise is you're a journalist who's investigating something to do with the Bug Snacks community. Uh, and then they just show a highlight reel of a bunch of different characters in the community asking you to do, like, which were essentially side chore missions for them. Yeah. Uh, like, capture bugs or bug snacks, I should say, Yeah. Uh, to bring to them. Uh, and the problem was, like, a lot of them looked like they were, like, the same concept, just a different little variant to how you did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, one was capture this bug and bring it to me. One was use a trap to capture the bug. The other one was just lure it with this ketchup into a pin for me, which is another form of a trap. Yeah. Um, take pictures of this bug and then bring me the bug. Uh, and it's slated for a PS5 and PS4 release uh, in holiday 2020. So I'm assuming console launch. Yeah. Um, I think it would be cool if this had a VR support. Yeah. That I, would I think the cool. game is for first person, but it looks like it could benefit if it was a VR game. It looks like it Graphically, could be. it doesn't look like it's that great of a game, especially if it's a PS5 game. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I get that it's a cartoony look, so that could just be why. Yeah. I keep, every time I see something about this game, I'm like, who is this game for? Is it for really high people or children? I, I think it looks terrible, but yeah. it's getting this 
following of people excited for it, and I don't understand it. I feel like they must just get high a lot. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> if you remember Knack yeah. had a fun following of people who, like, were excited for it in, like, a ironic way. Like, it right. was so bad that people were excited for it. Mm-hmm. And this, I feel like, is it that same thing? It, it could be. It's very colorful. It's kind of kiddish. It could be it. You're right. Uh, Anno Mutationum. It's a side-scrolling platformer slasher uh, with, like, a cyberpunk anime tone to it. It kind of felt like a PlayStation 1 style game. Yeah. It uh, looked kind of cool. Uh, really just saw a bunch of slashing and yeah, enemy fights. That's about it. Uh, the Pathless... It was an interesting looking game. It was a premise of a hunter and their eagle companion. Uh, you use a bow to shoot the enemies. Uh, and it seemed like it was more about speed navigation than really accuracy. So Yeah, because the first part, the whole first part of the trailer, you're just shooting these targets to like build up your dash meter or like build uh-huh. up your speed. Yeah, so it felt like you didn't and so- independently move. It was just you aim and shoot at things as as you're moving it's kind of like a i guess like a guitar hero kind of thing i guess as yeah. it scrolls up on the screen you 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 shoot each thing and then you just keep moving faster because of it right it felt like it was more of a uh i don't know puzzle is that the right I Not guess. Really puzzle but just yeah i don't know i was confused by it because then it got to the end and i was like wait what there's enemies in this <laughs> yeah and then and and then it took a twist where the game felt like it was more at the end just a Zelda Breath of the Wild copy. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. It just felt like the premise was, here's the premise, defeat cursed spirits to bring light back to the world. Yeah. And I think there was like four or five fucking beasts that you had to beat. So Do you think their names are just going to be canon or something that's very close to Ganon? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. It did did seem very Zelda-ish with that. Yeah, it did. Uh, there was a anime RPG game called Genshin Impact. Uh, it's a cell shaded art game. I mean, it's kind of go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Uh, open world RPG with a fall 2020 PS4 release. Okay. So, it's, I mean, it's a pretty big looking game to have on a PS4. Yeah. Um, Auto Chess is coming to PS4. That's been around for a while. It's been a pretty big cult following for... Uh, the last year or so. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. But it's a thing. Temtem was a Pokemon looking game. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much the easy way to describe it. Yeah. Uh, you collect creatures, you battle with friends, you explore an online world, and it basically it's Pokemon. Yeah. On PlayStation. Yep. It's got a PS5 2021 release. And the only game that was really shown off as a true PS5 game, I would say, was Godfall. Mm-hmm. Which we've heard plenty of things about this game already. Uh, it's coming to PS5 and PC. It's a looter slasher. It's got solo, co-op, and online gameplay. Uh, the game is based off four realms. Uh, Earth, water, air, and fire. They say there's going to be no microtransactions in this game. And you play as a knight that essentially... It basically looks like it's Destiny with like a medieval fantasy 
theme to it. Yeah. But was like more melee fighting than like yeah. obviously not guns. Is this the game that I think they were saying something like you're definitely going to be always moving in this game. Yeah, they encourage yeah. movement. Yeah. To to not really stand around. You got to yeah. keep moving and swinging and Yeah. all that shit. Because the enemies are going to be really a hardcore. They're going to be like really big and Mhm. Okay. Well, that was basically it for the state of play. Um, overall, I think it was an okay showing. I, again, they kind of prepared people by saying it's really just PS4 stuff. Yeah. It wasn't a lot of PS5, obviously. And what they did show was already a thing. Right. Um. I agree. I think it, it was They decent. showed a lot of smaller things, I think. Yeah. Nothing that was exciting, but it wasn't going to hurt. Right. Uh. It was decent, but it wasn't anything to write for being a PlayStation about. user, right? Yeah. So, uh. Overall, I think it was fine. Yep. It was only about, I think, 45 minutes or so. Yeah, it was shorter than I think I expected. Surprisingly, the biggest PlayStation announcement that came out this week was not a part of the state of play. Yeah. But rather just on the PlayStation blog itself. Yeah. And they dropped the news that Mm Spider-Man will be... An exclusive playable character in the Marvel's Avengers game coming out next month. So only PlayStation gets it. Only PlayStation gets this character. Nobody else. That's fucking dumb. It's a huge shock to a lot of people. It sparked a lot of controversy with the announcement. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of backlash. Uh, It's highlighted a lot of people who are oblivious to the rights of ownership for the character when it comes to all the different media outlets mm-hmm. of movies, TV, and games. Yeah. A lot of people assumed that Sony just owned the character for games and that's why it's there and that's not at all the case. So, right. So uh, that was a bit of a shock to see. People just didn't understand. So how are you feeling about this then? It sounds like you're not really thrilled yourself. I think it's lame. Because, I mean... I think it's just another example of an unnecessary division between the two consoles. Definitely. It's just highlights, just like fuel to the fire of people like, man, PlayStation's better than Xbox, or Xbox better than PlayStation. Like, I just fucking hate hearing that shit. I think my biggest gripe with the entire announcement is not even so much about the announcement itself, because that is obviously just business, and I understand that dark side of the industry yeah my biggest gripe is the fandom that it spawned to have people talking trash about xbox yeah. or pc on yeah. the playstation side that um you know, it just gave people that uh, reassurance that they made the right choice because oh well we get this character so we're right. better than you yeah and it just it was an unnecessary fanboyism i guess that yeah. That came out of it rather than yeah, that's what the true. intended goal, I assume, was to be to just be excited, right? Right. It felt like people cared more about saying, sucks for you not yeah. having it, rather than they were saying, I'm excited Woo-hoo, to have I it. I have it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, haha, sucks to suck. Fuckers. Um, I think this is an a this announcement is just absolutely terrible. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of problems with it. Yeah. Um I think Square Enix was greedy, mm-hmm. uh, and they just showed that they're anti-consumer with this move. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that is terrible for Sony to make the deal because realistically they they could have gotten the same results by just having an exclusive like armor set rather than a character yeah. itself yeah um i think that would have been much I mean, better they don't even own the fucking character mm-hmm. as far as games go they own yeah. it for movies it's not the same thing right i think marvel slash disney whatever the hell you want to label the decision maker uh they dropped the ball really badly because it shows a contradiction to what the entire concept of what Marvel Comics was meant to be. Uh, for decades, these characters all over the board have been about equality and inclusion. Mm-hmm. And the X-Men are literally about civil rights. Yeah. And so, like, these characters stood for, for these themes. And this message, I feel like, that Marvel's giving by making this deal is that they care more about money in their pocket than they care about everybody getting to giving these inclusive messages to players. Yeah. And although Microsoft isn't really a part of this, I do slightly blame them a little bit because assuming they had an option to to have an exclusive character, they didn't do it. Right. So, you know, at the very least they should have at least tried. And I know that Microsoft, Phil Spencer specifically, has been on this this message for the last few years that they want inclusiveness and they don't want to have these exclusive deals that hinder yeah. the industry and, right. and gamers and stuff like that, which is all great. But then at the same time, when you see other competitors doing it and you're not, it does put a negative light on the players to say, well, why aren't you doing this for us? If it's about us enjoying what we have, then you're not making it easy. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> I see that argument. But I also think for me, I if it even was done on purpose, if the if this decision was made consciously and not just an oversight, I would commend them. Because I think not buying into this bullshit where anybody can just buy custom characters. like I, Because in the whole concept of everybody should be able to play all the characters because this is not a game that's owned by either PlayStation or Microsoft. It's exactly a third this party. Is a third so, party character. So you shouldn't be having a character like just the fact okay, you have to have a whole separate code section of the game, I would imagine, mm-hmm. to play as Spider Man because of the the mechanics of how he moves around are gonna be so much different than the other heroes. Yes. Would be my... So he would have to be a DLC. Yeah. There's no... He's... I mean, we already know he's coming later on next yeah. year. It's not going to be in the release of the game. Yeah. So uh, I feel like uh, if they did... Con- if Xbox did or Microsoft did consciously decide not to have an exclusive character, if it's in the interest of everybody being able to have everything and maybe they just didn't... They're like, nobody... Why would anybody do that? I think that's cool because, really, I think the fact that PlayStation's having this whole separate situation is trash. I don't like it. Well, and then on a business standpoint, uh, they're not going to just get a character because they say, yeah, we'll, we'll take yeah. one. It's They have to pay. Of course, yeah. They're, they're going to have to pay for the character. It's not yeah. like they're just going to get handed one for free because Sony yeah, yeah. has one. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and so, obviously, Sony paid a lot of money for this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the thing, though. there's no, There's been no word on if this is a timed exclusive or if this is a permanent thing right because of that i have to assume it's a permanent thing because there is no implication of it being timed right which they usually will they usually say they will say that 
I think the part that sucks the most about the whole thing, though, is that they waited until one month before the fucking game is supposed to release. Of course, it was delayed. That's still- But that makes it even worse, because it's been out even longer of a plan, you would assume, for this game, right? Yes. So, they waited one month before the release for this game to tell everybody, oh, by the way, PlayStation gets this character and nobody else does. Right. You have to assume, at least I assume, when you're doing that, it's because you wanted to make sure you can guarantee so many pre-orders on this game that won't be taken back because you made a decision yeah. that people might not be happy with. Exactly. That's a good point. Um, obviously, if you pre-order at GameStop or Amazon or something like that, you can cancel your pre-order. Right. But if you did it digitally, you know, on Microsoft's Xbox store... You wouldn't be able to. Right. Or Steam. I don't know. I don't know how how PC works as far as pre-order cancellations. I, I don't know if you can or not for digital. So there's that factor. You have to assume that they they strategized when to announce it so it would hurt them less. Because they had to know this was not going to be a positive reaction. Yeah. When you have two out of the three being told, go fuck yourself, essentially. Yeah. I mean, that's, I'm sorry, it's simple terms, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even blame Crystal Dynamic for this, because they're just the developer. Square Enix is the one in control of the decisions. So they, they're the ones deciding whether this happens or not. What I think that they should have done, instead of an entire character being exclusive to the, to the console, mm-hmm. is I think they should have just done the Spider-Man suit from the ps4 2018 game that's obviously exclusive to ps4 right yes we all know the suit it's got the white spider on it very unique suit that was made for the game i don't know why they didn't just have that as the exclusive item for the game for playstation right not the character itself yeah they should have they should have had spider-man on all platforms as a dlc character later on okay yeah they should have done only the character costume as the exclusive, which people would have been, yeah, makes sense. The game is only on PlayStation. Of course, that would be the only console that would have that outfit. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because on top of this character, they have also included now, they announced a few days later, I believe it was, uh, that they also are going to have access to exclusive community challenges uh, within the game for PlayStation. Okay. Okay. Uh, and they will unlock specific rewards for that console. So they're also getting items included with the, the exclusivity. So yeah. kind of like I just said, the suit would be a perfect example of something that they could have done. They're adding rarities that are uncommon, rare, epic, and legendary. They're adding cosmetics that are going to be included uh, for certain characters. Uh, takedowns, emotes, nameplates. These are all things I assume that are within the the game that right i don't know necessarily what they are because we didn't play the beta yet yeah um but playstation players will also have 30-day exclusive access to a legendary outfit legendary emote epic takedown and they again more of the same shit right so yeah. they're getting another on top of the exclusive ones they're getting ones that are going to be on all platforms but they get them a month early okay uh and PlayStation Plus subscribers will get access to a free cosmetic bundle for each superhero added post-launch, uh, specifically Hawkeye. 
Right. Which is another thing. They announced that character, like, I think less than a week before Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, that got buried by the Spider-Man news, right? So, yeah. um, just overall bad marketing, I feel like. So, I feel like the message they're they're clearly giving without saying it openly is, unless you game on PlayStation for this game, you are getting an inferior version of the game. Yeah, you're not getting the whole game. And you're still expected to pay full price for it. Yeah. Knowing you're not going to get as much content. Yes. Which I think is bullshit. In my in my opinion, I feel like they shouldn't be charging full price for the Xbox or PC version. You know, I don't know what you would calculate for the amount off. I imagine 10 bucks off it would be reasonable. I don't know. But it definitely shouldn't be uh, full price, in my opinion. Right. Why is there so much confusion on who owns what? I, I don't know. I'm kind of like backstepping here. But like even like one of the heads of Crystal Dynamics said something about how playstation owns spider-man or whatever like owns the character basically so which doesn't sound right but i'm just curious okay so sony owns the movie rights to the character obviously we all know that right yeah um i believe that ties into tv show live action or some shit too there's fine print as far as television shows go Mm -hmm. um they do not own the character rights as far as games go, mm-hmm. uh, but it sounds like they struck a deal that like nobody necessarily knows the details about oh. as far as the exclusivity of the PS4 game for uh-huh. Spider-Man. Okay. And there was like a whole thing about because of the relationship that they have with Marvel and Insomniac because of that game. Mm-hmm. That helped with the relationship to get this as an exclusive. Yeah. For this game. Okay. Even though that makes no fucking sense to me. Because that has nothing to do with this game. I just feel like... Crystal Dynamic has made it very clear that this character of Mm Spider-Man is not the same character as the one in the exclusive PS4 game for uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. It is not the same character. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not the same universe. Right. It's their own take on Spider-Man. Yeah. But for some reason... So it's not even related. Basically, PlayStation foot the bill, so they have to say PlayStation, it belongs to you. Is probably what happened. I mean, so someone's saying that they own the character for It was an interview with... um... Because that's not right at all. There's a difference between owning a character and having a lease on the character or a contract or a deal. Yeah. To use the character. We haven't... Marvel has full ownership of the character as far as game rights go. They can go and put the character in any other fucking platform and any other game if they fucking choose to. Look at Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on Nintendo Switch earlier... Was it last year? I think it was. That game had Spider-Man in it. It had multiple Spider-Man characters in it. That was exclusive to Nintendo. Yeah. Sony had nothing to do with that fucking game. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's kind of, the quote is a little bit more vague. It's by Scott Amos. Okay, you might have the quote that I have down here. Yeah. Said something, um, when it comes down to choices of where and what Spider-Man can be, that's a relationship question that PlayStation absolutely has the rights to, that, as you guys know, with Sony's ownership there and Marvel with Sony saying, hey, this is something we can do. This is something we can do on this platform. 
it's more vague, but okay. it kind of implies that he thinks. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen a lot of ignorant people on the yeah. internet after yeah. this announcement. Yeah. I, there was people trying to convince other people in comment boards mm-hmm. that Sony owns the character rights for games. Yeah. With zero proof of that statement, yeah. they're trying to prove it. Yeah. And their entire argument was, they have an exclusive game on PS4. That's your argument. <laughs> That's not how that works. That's not how that works. <laughs> Taco Bell, I think, has an exclusive deal for Dorito fucking flavored tacos. Yeah. They don't own Doritos. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, again, I don't know how they can really expect people to play, to pay full price for the game if they're not providing the same content as they are on PlayStation. Yeah, it seems kind of bullshit. Um, obviously, this isn't like this isn't anything new to the gaming industry. The, the exclusives are a fucking thing within third-party games. It happens a lot. Um, even PlayStation on the PS3 had an exclusive character in Mortal Kombat. Kratos from the God of War series was exclusive. But at least he was a first-party character... Yeah. That you would be like, yeah, it makes sense that he's on and the PlayStation version usually, of the game. Yeah, no, exactly. And then most exclusive characters or whatever are essentially a cosmetic. They're not really so much like an entire character class, which is basically what this will be. You know yeah, what I, mean, right? I, I mean, the best thing you could possibly compare him to would be... Iron Man or Thor, right? Because yeah, even though he's using web, you could treat it like he's flying around. I would assume. Yeah, but um, like he's gonna have a different. He he's got to be a completely different character class because there's just a different strengths and weaknesses and a different yeah. like basically point points of attack with that character. So he it, to me this seems like you're like somebody in the article I was reading was like yeah that'd be like when they released Diablo Four if they're like well only. Uh, Xbox gets the the fuck is it called the the necromancer. <laughs> That's one of them. Yeah, basically they're saying like it's only- the only character I know because it's like a it was an update on the game that we got whatever. Yeah. Well, okay, but you're you're bringing up a good point because yeah. the implication here is that Spider Man cannot be an important character to the game, right? Because he's only on PlayStation. Yeah. Therefore, he cannot be crucial to the story. Yeah. He cannot be crucial to the gameplay. Mm-hmm. He cannot be crucial to anything more than yeah. here's a little DLC mission with Spider-Man. Right. That you can use your other characters in the party with him. Right. But basically it's going to be a standalone. Right. As far as story and gameplay. You know you know what I mean? Like yes. You can't. It can't impact the game or right. else it's going to break the game. Exactly. Because. Xbox and PC will not have the character. Right, and that actually... So they would have to coordinate the game around having a character that is not going to be on those consoles. Right, and so then I guess this is kind of answering the question whether maybe it was or wasn't answered, I don't remember, but it's kind of basically saying, well, there won't be any cross-play or cross-platform uh, Not necessarily. Uh, I mean, potentially. I don't know if they've even announced whether there will or not will not be. Yeah, I don't it remember. It would be in their interest to have cross-play because yeah. I don't think this game is going to have a huge player base like they right. think it's going to but have. But then how are you, you're going to basically, if you do that, you're going to have to design those mechanics into the games for the consoles that don't get to access that character. 
And then you're going to see the fucking character yeah. while you play the game. Yeah, really and then go, just my be friend bitter who's on PlayStation gets play to it. play this fucking character. Why can't I? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so what I think, again, I think knowing it's DLC, I think it's going to be a thing where maybe that portion of the game is not going to be included within the overall server usage yeah. for crossplay, if that's a thing. It would be its own separate server use. I think that would maybe. Make, that would make more sense. I agree. Um, I mean, the entire game is literally based around looting. Yeah. Character customization, right? Yeah. So kind of like I was saying with the whole, why don't they just do the exclusive Spider-Man suit from the you know PS4 game? Yeah. As the exclusive, yeah. because Sony would have gotten just as much market value out of doing that. Yeah. As they did with having the character. Right. It's just still a thing that people see and they go, oh, I want that. Exactly. You know, it's like when we fucking download our games on PlayStation Plus or Xbox Gold. You're probably never going to fucking play them. But you you want to feel like you got something. Yeah. You know? (laughs) I have the option to. You know what? Fuck it. Xbox, Microsoft, if you're listening, (laughs) because I know you are. (laughs) Take this opportunity to just get an exclusive character that's fucking better than Spider-Man objectively speaking you know like obviously well, there's people who are fans of spider-man and i'm not saying anything about that but get some get another character who has been part of the avengers at some point who has fucking more advan- yeah. advantageous powers wolverine would be fucking perfect wolverine would be great who doesn't like like wolverine yeah he was in the avengers now here's the problem though hmm. they've already said there will be no more exclusive characters uh, for the rest of yeah, the but uh, if, character announcements. Throw enough money I know, at I it. I bet and they would this change is where their I goddamn hope mind. That, this is where I kind of hope that Microsoft uses this as a play yeah. to get in good graces yeah. and say, hey, listen, we want an exclusive character. Because then what you're doing yeah. is you're winning the hearts over to all the people who feel like they were fucked yeah. by this deal yeah. on Xbox and PC. Yeah. And you're getting yourself in a good positive PR light. For those people. Yeah. And then they're going to be more inclined to side with your console exactly. for next gen. Exactly. And hear me out. I know it's not the same fan base as Spider-Man, but just thinking of the powers and the name, maybe go with Scarlet Witch. Oh, fuck. Right? That's a good move. I know. Scarlet Witch. Yep. And it's an X-Men character still, technically. Yep. And it's a female. Yeah. People will be into that. I hope they swing their dick big. <laughs> And they say, even if they don't get a character in this game, I hope Microsoft swings their big dick energy all over the place. (laughs) Okay? Yeah, what are they going to do? And they make a deal with Marvel to get a fucking game exclusive just for their console. Oh, yeah. Like in an X Men game. Give me a fucking exclusive X Men game for Microsoft Xbox Series. That would be great. Right? Yeah, definitely. But I'll take Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, she would be included, (laughs) right? Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And another thing that they could have done, like, let's say you still wanted a character for Sony. Mm-hmm. Then give them Miles Morales and True. then give Peter Parker to the other consoles. True. So you still have a fucking Spider-Man in yeah. all the consoles. Yes. PlayStation feels like they have their own fucking special character. Yeah. It would help marketing going into PS5 with the Miles Morales standalone yeah. game that they have. Yeah. Supposedly in holiday 2020. Yeah. That's a good point. That would have been a good one. Yeah. But instead they want to shit all over buddies that didn't have PlayStation. Yeah. 
or seems that way. intend to buy on PlayStation yeah. anyway. I mean, and you, you know, like you said, it, it give us a different character. That I mean, that's happened, right? Yeah. So Soul Calibur games back on the old PS2, Xbox, GameCube time. Mm-hmm. Link from the Legend of Zelda was on Soul Calibur 2 for GameCube. That's crazy. I had that fucking game. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. Okay. Spawn <laughs> was on Xbox. Okay. Okay. I guess it makes sense. It, it right. felt with the theme. I think they were going, ooh, green. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, ooh, green. <laughs> I don't know the character it was specifically, um, but it was like an old martial arts guy with like kooky hair okay. from Tekken. Okay. He was the exclusive for PS2. Okay. So that they've had fair, yeah. situations like this where they did do that. I mm-hmm. assume that meant that everybody played fair and was like, okay, we'll pay you for a yeah. character. Yeah. Or maybe they were just like, we just want everybody to have a character. Right. Um. And they even did it with Star Wars at one point where they had one of the Soul Calibers later on had Vader, Yoda, and I think, um, I don't remember, a third character. But or maybe it was just the two. I don't think Nintendo had the game, actually. Um, both characters were exclusive. I think Vader was PlayStation and Yoda was Xbox. Mm-hmm. But they allowed you to buy the other character as DLC. Well, there you go. For each console. That's an option. So everybody wins. Yeah. You get your pick of the exclusive character you want for yeah. the console you want it on. You draw in people because of your character. Yeah. And then they can still make money off of a fucking purchase within yeah. the game. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of better ways that they could have gone about this. Yeah, I, a lot of better ways. <laughs> I mean, we're nobody. Yeah. And we're sitting here fucking thinking of better ways, in my yep. opinion. <laughs> Autumn, do you have a better way? Okay, well, she's sleeping right now. Okay. <laughs> but I guarantee she had a better fucking way. She probably does, yeah. In fact, she probably had a perfect way. Okay. <laughs> um, and again, Sony doesn't even own this fucking character. Yeah. But, like, it feels like we're at a point where it, it it's just treated like Spider-Man is a PlayStation mascot. Yeah. Or just Sony in general. Like, yeah. it just, it's so weird. And again, I... I don't understand why Marvel could possibly have made the deal. How do they benefit by excluding other other platforms and players from Yeah. from enjoying a character that's worldwide loved? Yeah, he's definitely a fan favorite. Um so here's the thing. I, I have to assume, and this is just my own narcissistic mindset, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like because Sony owns the Spider Man rights mm-hmm. for the movies. I can't help but wonder if they dangle that over Marvel as leverage uh. to get something going in the benefit of the gaming side for PlayStation. Right. You know, like, I am very confident that the PS4 game that came out in 2018 is because of the deal to extend Spider-Man into the MCU. Right. I guarantee that's a good point. I guarantee that that came out of how Spider-Man even got into the the MCU to begin with. Right. Um, and so I would not be surprised that they're like, well, if you want the character, we might want some exclusive shit for this new Avengers game. Right. And of course, Square Enix would have been down because they're like, okay, free, free money. Free money. Yes, please. Um, and that's another thing. You have to assume, at least I would have to assume, any money that they're gaining... From the deal from Sony mm-hmm. to get this in the game has to be either 
equal or better than what they expected to either lose or make in general off sales for Xbox and PC combined. Or else it wouldn't have been worth it, right? That's a fair point. That's a fair point. So they must have predicted that they could be just as financially beneficial having the exclusive thing with Sony as to just have it on all platforms. Right. Interesting. I mean, that's how I would think in the business standpoint. If we're going to lose more money in the long run because we're selling less copies because of it, then it's not worth the exclusive thing unless you're making more money out of the deal than you are selling the fucking game. Exactly. So they must be gambling that they'll still be able to convince people to still buy the game. Right. Whether they feel like they got screwed or not. Right. Um, but like like we said, I, I don't think the character is going to be a big part of the game itself. I think he's going to be... Here's a here's a character. He's got a, a strong attack, a, a light attack, some specials. Like I, there's no way he's gonna have an intricate part to the game itself. Otherwise, the game's gonna be broken. Look at Destiny. They tried the same fucking thing. They had exclusive shit for PlayStation, and yeah. what it did was it broke the fucking game for the server user base. Yeah. So they quickly got out of that as soon as they could. Yeah. And that's and those were the only same. those were only timed exclusives. The, you talk about the exotic gear or whatever. The they had like a gun that was yeah. only on PlayStation for like a long time. Yeah. But then by the time it went to Xbox, yeah. it was the 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 gun was nerfed, They'd so it wasn't even good at yeah. that point. So no one that. gave a fuck about the gun. Yeah. Um. But not only that, they had a, an exclusive strike mm-hmm. that you couldn't play unless you were on PlayStation. Oh, okay. So nobody on Xbox. Or PC got to play that strike. Dumb. Um, which lowered the player count right. because of it. Absolutely. And so they couldn't include that in like the server shit for like the playlist every week that they have. Yeah. Because that was all unified for all games. Yeah. Or platforms. So obviously it had to be separate. Yeah. Kind of like what we're saying with Spider-Man. There's no yeah. way he could be in the, the main online portion. Right. He has to be like a side thing. Yeah. You have to have, like, a, a PlayStation-only server, yeah. too. And they're not even treating this like it's a big deal. It's like, like you said, you brought up uh, Scott Amos. Yeah. The uh, the Crystal Dynamics studio head. Yeah. Uh, so he had a quote that he's basically telling people to go buy a PlayStation if you want to fucking play with the character. Like, he's very nonchalant, like, it's no big fucking deal. I would say that Marvel's Avenger has a lot of heroes and that the scope and breadth of this game and this universe, players are going to have their hands full with a lot to play with. And as we have just announced with Hawkeye, there are more heroes to come. So this is an opportunity to celebrate Spider-Man, Spider-Man's edition, uniquely for those players on PlayStation because of that relationship. But I think there's so much of a wonder for people to explore. I, I wouldn't look as this as a reason not to embrace it for the opportunity to add Spider-Man on PS4 and PS5. I would say look at this stuff you get to play with. And for those players who absolutely want to play as Spider-Man, you have the option to do so on PlayStation. Oh, do you have the option to do so if you do not have a PlayStation? Yeah. It's it's simple. Just go buy yeah, a just, PS4 just go or buy a, a PS5 yeah. 
just go buy the console. Yeah. And you could play your one fucking yeah. game with I the know, one fucking character. Yeah, I know you've been unemployed for the past six months, but go just go out and buy a multi-hundred-dollar gaming console when you already have one. Yeah. Like, it. it's <laughs> kind of funny the position they're in because they have to market it like it's a great thing to go get a PlayStation for. But then they also have to kind of, like, brush it off like it's not a big deal yeah. so that they don't lower the xbox and pc fan base from right. wanting the game right yeah how the fuck are you gonna bring up hawkeye in the same conversation as spider-man is that a fucking joke i just you can say that all you want but yeah. everybody fucking knows and you know as well as we do that is not yeah. the same fucking type of situation stupid yeah um in this kind of in the end i think the whole concept of this like you know he's Basically saying, go buy a PS5, right? Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, he better be saying PS5, right? It, yeah. You'd be an idiot if you wouldn't buy a PS4 for this game, specifically uh, three months away from the next gen, right? Right. Um. So really, I it seems like Sony's ex- like strategy from the start is not really even about the game itself. It's not about having the character for PS4. It's not to sell copies of this fucking game on PS4. What it is, is to sell PS5s mm, yeah. in November. There it is. That's what it's about. Yeah. You see this exclusivity and you go, I want that. It's 2021. Yeah. It's going to be in the future. So really, I feel like this is intended specifically for people who have Xbox and not a PS4, who are on the fence about what console they should be buying next gen. Yeah. This is their way of saying... Here's a reason to buy a PS5 and not an Xbox Series X. Yeah. So you could play with Spider Man. So you get these perks on these third party games. Yeah. That's a good point. Which is a great marketing strategy for them. But again, I just wish uh, Marvel had decided not to be so stupid, I guess. Yeah. It just, overall, it, it, everybody loses because. It's going to hinder the game itself. Yeah. Because they cannot implement this character into any fashion that's worth having other than just a couple missions on the side. Right. So, just to sum it all up, this is a big fuck you to Xbox and PC, really, is all it is from Square Enix, in my opinion. It seems like it, yeah. And I get people, I've seen people say, well, Rise of the Tomb Raider was exclusive to, to Xbox for an entire year, and then it went to PlayStation. So, you win and you lose. But that's not the same thing at all. No. Because Microsoft funded the fucking game. Or else it probably wouldn't have existed. And not only did they fund the game and have it as an exclusive on their console for a year. But also, PlayStation then got it with added content that right. Xbox didn't have. Yeah. So, in the end, PlayStation got a free game, essentially. Yeah. With more Mm-hmm. They didn't have to pay for the fucking game's development. Right. Xbox paid for or Microsoft paid for it. Yeah. So, it seems like a win-win for PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. So, uh, I think this is a terrible, terrible decision. And we'll have to, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Well, enough about fucking Spider-Man. Or, I should say, Spider-Man fucking us. <laughs> right. Let's move into... Uh, Another topic in the movie industry. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody's real, real big fan of exclusives these days, so it seems like we might be headed more that direction. 
Um, if anybody remembers back in the old days, like, they probably no one listening knows about, <laughs> that remembers this. Where you traveled uphill both time. ways? Yeah, with one shoe and all that. Um, so back before... Back when Spider-Man was everywhere? Back in the, what they call the golden age of Hollywood, like the 20s and 30s and whatnot, I'm not really sure. Um, <laughs> there was a thing where basically it was kind of like a mafia situation where like the movie studios owned their own theaters and they got to force what this theater to put in that movie and all this stuff. It was a little bit more like... Wild West? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So, on August 7th, U.S. District Judge Annalisa Torres ruled for overturning those precedents, which were established in the 40s, which include the U.S. versus Paramount Pictures uh, case. And this refers to the rules that were um, that barred movie studios from owning all facets of movie distribution and exhibition. Basically. It forced the studios to sell the theaters and only be on the production side. And then it kind of blossomed. The movie theater business turned into this blossoming thing. I mean, before the pandemic, of course. Mm. But <laughs> um, I guess in more recent years, they've kind of gone downhill. But for a while there, they were make big money makers, you know? Yeah. Um, and so they got rid of... They just decided that these were no longer relevant and got rid of them. So a couple of things... What? I just, the logic is just ridiculous to me because why isn't that allowed, but like everything else in the fucking world is allowed to make their own fucking prices and, and screw people. They, they literally had their own basically gangs essentially that were like forcing. Yeah, I get it. So they can't be like, oh, it's uh, $500 to uh, watch our movie. Right. Like I get it. But like what I'm saying is like, we have products, we have companies, we have fucking utilities essentially yeah right now right yeah. are monopolies where yeah you have to go through a certain thing they have exclusivity of making you go through them and they have no restrictions on how much they can charge you yeah uh look at colleges for example yeah they can charge you more after you've already paid for the fucking semester yeah uh so <laughs> as part of her ruling Torres stated that Quote, changes in the motion picture industry over the last 70 years have made it unlikely that the remaining defendants could or would reinstate their cartel to monopolize the motion picture distribution cartel. and theater markets. Yes, that's the, she literally said cartel. So I was like, wow, this was way more intense than I thought. Yeah. Um, and she also noted that none of the internet streaming companies like Netflix, Amazon, Apple, etc., um, that produce or distribute movies are subject to those decrees. So mm-hmm. the remaining defendants are subject to legal constraints that don't apply to their competitors. So that was another reason. Basically, this is an example of a law put in place back in a time where it was needed. Yes. But in modern time, it wasn't. Needed. it's not necessary anymore. Yeah. And it's only hindering yes. the business for, for certain yes. um, companies. In the in the, the way that it's making it a level playing field for all the other big, uh, like, streaming services that are producing movies and whatnot now, I think that's great. But I also do worry that this could lead to a weird thing where each theater, you like, you have to go to this theater chain to see these movies and mm-hmm. all of this. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know. <laughs> that, I mean, it's kind of like video games now. Yeah, exactly. Where they're going to have an exclusive movie. To their studio theater. Yeah. Which could be a thing. Yes, exactly. Uh, But, you know, go fuck yourself, AMC. (laughs) Yeah. 
I hope you're kicking rocks to this right now. Yeah, yeah. And you know this is probably what it's about. Yeah. It's probably because they made their whole shit fit about the the digital release thing with Universal. And that's probably what sparked this whole uh, thing. Yeah, definitely. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, I, I, I can only imagine it would just cause a bunch of streaming services to, to have exclusive rentals on their apps, right? Mm-hmm. Not even so much about theaters, I imagine. I feel like just streaming services would be the ones that would benefit from this more. Right. I agree. Uh, kind of tying into that is uh, the announcement that Disney is going to release Mulan on Disney Plus. Sort of. Okay, yeah. So they are going to release it on Disney Plus starting on September 4th uh, for the price tag... Get this. Here, here's the fine print for the price tag of twenty nine ninety nine, or let's just say thirty dollars. Okay, uh, as a rental while you are on their service. So I have to be a Disney Plus member, and then I have to pay thirty dollars. Yes. That's kind of fucking rude. Well, it sounds like it's unreasonable, but if you look at the grand scheme of the whole idea, it's a lot more beneficial to consumers than it sounds okay at least i feel like it is yeah no i'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world it's just okay so here's the here's the thing it's not the same thing as renting a movie typically where you have like 24 hour period to watch it right but if you start it you only have whatever like fucking 48 hours times. or 24 hours or some shit yeah. yeah it's like as soon as you start it yeah it's like the timer's ticking you better finish it right yeah Instead, what they are doing is you pay $30 to have access to Mulan, the the live-action remake or whatever. And then it will stay on your Disney Plus subscription as long as you have the subscription. So essentially, it's like PlayStation Plus. That's it's like gonna Games say. with Gold, where as long as you are subscribed, any game they give you, even though you're paying for it, any game they give you... You have access to as long as you're there, right? So it's kind of that mindset they're they're going into. Got it. It will still release in theaters, though, just on a more limited basis. Okay. Uh, specifically in theaters that don't have Disney Plus in their country. Oh, that makes sense. So like, certain countries don't even have Disney Plus yet, so they will have it in theaters specifically. And then I imagine they're also just going to release it as places open up within other areas that would have it on disney plus just to get a little bit extra revenue out of it that makes for sense. people who don't want to subscribe yeah it seems like this is basically an experiment to mm-hmm. see how this does yeah in this market so i mean do you think amc is gonna be crying about this i imagine they will i mean they cry about everything so or is disney a lot more powerful of a entity that they are gonna just tuck their tail i don't know Good question. But I would be surprised if they didn't complain in some way. Because it's really no different than what the fuck uh, Universal was saying. They, they Not even what they did. They, what they said they were going to just try. Yeah. Right? That's true. So I don't understand how this would be acceptable, but that wasn't. Um, and now, a question I have is, since movies typically release like six to nine months after they're release they, they go to disney plus right so 
let's say you didn't rent this or whatever, you didn't pay the $30 for this, will eventually, will it be on Disney Plus? Do you think it'll ever hit? Or do you think because of this model, they're not going to have it ever hit in a general sense on Disney Plus? I feel like at some point they would have to, right? After it's like so long, they it's like it's not going to be like, valuable anyways. Yeah. Uh, that would make more sense. And then I guess at that point, it wouldn't matter whether you paid the 34 or not. So let's say you did get it. After it's added on for everybody, it's the same premise as you had anyways, where you had to keep the subscription to have it anyways, right? Yeah. So it really didn't matter. Yeah. So basically, you're paying $30 to have it earlier. Yeah. Like early access. On the subscription. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Essentially. Really early access. Yeah. It's really all you're getting. Okay. But will it also be on other markets? Like, will it be on Apple? Will it be on Google? Will it be on... Amazon will be on all of these platforms that are bigger markets of movie rentals. I don't think so. I think Disney's going to You think they're going to keep it exclusive? I think they're going to Disney stay Plus Disney the Plus, entire time or do you think gonna... once they hit that mark of okay, we've had it long enough. This is around the time it would have hit Blu-ray, DVD. So now we'll let everybody else rent it out I and wonder, sell it. I wonder if what they're going to do is when it's when they decide to give it away to other services to rent out or whatever, and whenever they decide to contract out, then it will be on just on Disney Plus. Anybody can just subscribe to Disney Plus to get it, or they could go to the other places to get it. Maybe they'll do it around the same time. Okay. So that they're still hoping to get you to just subscribe for one month and then forget that you subscribed and keep giving them money every month. I don't know. Okay. I'm no expert, but... Yeah. And do you think, assuming this does well, that we could see other movies that were also in the same predicament of the pandemic being released in this capacity? Or maybe similar capacities with, with tweaks to them, depending on the the market? Yeah, I don't see why not. Uh, I mean, obviously, let's, let's just say it. Black Widow, right? That's yeah. the one that people fucking care about. Yeah, that's true. Um. And honestly, I'm actually shocked they did not use Black Widow over this film because I feel like if you want to test something and you want it to succeed, Black Widow would have been the one to do. I think there's more people who give a shit about seeing Black Widow than care about Mulan. Probably. Not to say Mulan isn't going to be a good film, but I feel like there's a lot less hype for this than there would be for Black Widow. Yeah. Um, So you're already going to have a limited user base who cares to even rent it mm-hmm. yeah so unless it does really well i don't see any other movies specifically black widow i don't see that happening uh being extended out like this how do you feel about the price tag the 30 dollars? do you think that it's too much do you think it's reasonable i mean it's doable i probably again we kind of established it's basically early access right yeah. it's not really you're buying it you're just early I access i probably wouldn't do it just because i'm not that passionate about the movie i'm kind of the same boat but if i was like if it was one of those disney movies that i was really passionate about i could see 30 dollars mm. being reasonable i haven't even seen the animated one so i would want to watch that before i even animated one's hella good okay yeah uh, is it on disney plus i think it might it be. should be right I'm pretty at, sure at it, least is. it should be after this yeah start, comes out right um here's the thing i Obviously, we do a podcast where we talk about this shit. So my instant reaction is, eh, I don't really know if I care enough to rent it or right. whatever. But at the same time, it's $30. It's something to talk about that mm-hmm. I think would be good content Yeah. for the podcast. And reasonably, $30 is 
that's yeah, a good number. Yeah, 15 bucks a person is not I mean, bad. there's just the two of us, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to count my cats or the dogs. <laughs> In that case, it's a really good deal. That's a really good deal, right? Yeah. Um, but perfect example. Families that have large groups of people. Mm-hmm. They are going to have a good benefit from this $30 price tag. Because how much money are they saving? Let's say a, a family of three kids, right? Right. You're saving all that money on the food, mm-hmm. the drinks, candy, whatever yep. the fuck, okay? The babysitter. The babysitter. <laughs> if you don't even bring them, the babysitter, good call. Hell, that's probably 30 bucks by itself, Exactly. Right? <laughs> on top of that, you don't have to worry about your kids being terrible yep. or loud or annoying. Yeah, and if they are, then you can just pause it and go put them in their room. Yeah, put them <laughs> in the come kennel. Back. Put them in the kennel. Put them in the kennel, yeah. Throw a blanket on it so they can't see you. Yep. Um, it's just, it seems like a, a win-win for families, right? Yeah, um, it does. So I feel like, again, just the two of us would be $15 a piece, which is a little bit more than we would be paying for a ticket in our area. In our area, yeah. But in the, my, you know, where I grew up. Mm-hmm. $15 is the lower end of what you're paying yeah, for a fucking movie exactly. ticket. It really depends on the market you're in. But that's reasonable, right? Yeah, true. And I've heard people fucking complaining that this is way overpriced and that Disney is promoting and encouraging people to get into large groups oh to God. watch this movie by doing this. So ridiculous. And it's a big F you to, to health and safety. And it just seems like a fucking ridiculous concept. But, I mean, to each their own, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're, you are going to have people like think, oh, this is like, I'll treat it like pay-per-view. And I'm going to have like 14 people over and we're all going to pay like $2 a piece or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like, yeah. I get you're going to have people that have that mindset. But mm-hmm. like. I feel like most people probably that's, won't. Most people won't. Yeah. And, like, I mean, we've been in a pandemic where we see people having fucking large parties anyways, whether they fucking should or not. So you can't really stop that kind of shit. Very true. That's not their really say to try and monitor that and stop the idiots from being idiots, right? Right. So I think this is a good deal. Yeah. I surely I hope they do it for Black Widow. I know. Because that's the one I more care about. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I am really interested to see how this plays out and where it goes for... Uh, the future of Disney movies. Yes. Or any movie. Maybe others will take this approach if yeah. it works well. Absolutely. Um, the only downside is this could take over the concept of the unlimited theater thing. Right. True. Which doesn't benefit us if that happens. Right. Very but true. we will see. Yeah. Okay. Lots of fucking stuff happening in the world with fucking movies and games and shit. But... Yep. Uh, that's that for all the news, and now we're going to get into our trailers and reviews. Uh, and if anyone wasn't listening last episode, uh, we have a new rating system that we wanted to implement yes. uh, to get more of a personal take on our reviews. Yeah. Uh, so, just a reminder, uh, if you absolutely think something is terrible, uh, you burn it, just like the Spider-Man exclusivity on the Marvel Avengers game. Or like trash. Perfect example. <laughs> uh, if it's okay, you think some people might like it, but it's not for you, you sample it. Uh, if you thought it was fine, nothing special, but you enjoyed it, it's a test it. Uh, if you really enjoyed it, give it a slice it. 
Yeah. But if you fucking loved it, if yes. it was the best thing ever, like Transformers, War for Cybertron, Trilogy, Siege, <laughs> and a bag of chips. Yeah. Then you give it a dissect it. Yes. Which, again, this is called dissecting this fiction. So, yes. of course, it would be a dissect Yes. And if we all around, a.k.a. both of us, want to dissect both it. Both y'all. If we both want to dissect it, then we're DTF. Not that we weren't anyways. Yeah. But fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> just got to ask. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, this will actually kind of replace to our, um, segment for the trailers. We thought we'd make it better with more unified rating system for everything. Yeah, I'm just going to combine it all together. So, uh, the first trailer we watched was Get Duked, which was a Amazon original movie, uh, that's coming out on August 28th. It reminded me of The Hunt. Mm-hmm. And the comedy style of Attack the Block. Yes, 100%. Attack the block. I agree. Uh, so the premise of this was, it, I don't, I mean, they don't really explain a whole lot, but basically it seemed like they were in some UK grassland area. Yeah. Uh, for whatever fucking reason. Like a retreat a group of or like, something. A group of like young adult guys. Yeah. And then they started getting hunted by snobby rich looking people with rifles who were like wearing pig masks basically. or some shit yeah uh so i that's where the hunt kind of vibe came yes. from i feel like it's gonna be very like a political statement kind of thing yes um it looked okay i guess izzy izzard is in it i i saw eddie izzard, eddie izzard? yeah not itty Izzard. no <laughs> i know eddie you izzard. love the guy i do i've never He's gotten into his comedy personally yeah, I know. Uh, in fact, I didn't really recognize him in it, but I knew who he was supposed to be. It's because he wasn't wearing a kimono and lipstick. Oh. Yeah. That's his go-to yeah. comedy outfit. Learn. Yeah. Learn. You want to sell tickets to this thing. <laughs> uh, I thought it looked okay. I'm hoping it's better than the trailer gave as far as the comedy vibe. I feel like it looks like it will be funnier than the trailer. Okay. It's definitely got that like black comedy vibe going on. Mm-hmm. Very, um, very dry humor. Yes. Seems. Yeah. Uh, which I usually love. So yeah. I'm expecting to enjoy like, it. I am like the driest of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. so dry. When I take a shower, I don't even have to use a towel. Yeah. So are you SpongeBob SquarePants? In the flesh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to give this a. I'll give it a test it. it it seemed like i'll enjoy it but i'm not rushing to see it yeah i'm expecting to enjoy it but based on the trailer alone i'm also going to give it a test it okay good stuff yeah so how about this trailer raised by wolves can we start by saying wtf how did we not know this existed <laughs> I feel like this is something that we should have heard about long before seeing a trailer. I, I do feel like I heard about something like a week before. Okay. But I didn't watch the trailer till recently. Okay. Um, so this is, for anybody who doesn't know, the Ridley Scott HBO series coming out on September 3rd. Yeah. It's very exciting. Um, a lot of things are happening in a this lot. trailer. A uh, lot of things. It, it feels like Prometheus heavily yeah. uh, influenced this fucking show. Uh-huh. For sure. 
basic premise I got was an alien invasion happened on Earth. Earth got fucked. And then either the aliens left some android fucking bitch there to like... Somebody left an android bitch there. Start humanity. Yeah. And raise them. Yeah. Uh, But then some guy shows up and... The robot android bitch is talking about the three little pigs and yeah. telling the story. About the big bad wolf. About the, the big huffer and puffer and blow your yeah. house down. Yeah. Uh, and then they kind of get like a little, little twist at the end that like, what if the bitch is the wolf? Yeah. <laughs> what if the bitch is the wolf? <laughs> yeah. It's like a real fucking pot high yeah. moment right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, just hit me out. Just hit me out. <laughs> What if, this is and this is M Night yeah. pitching a movie by the yeah. way. What if the bitch was the wolf the whole time? The whole time, <laughs> man. Yeah. Uh, this looks so insane. There's so many things going on in the trailer. I'm very There's interested. These like golem-looking creatures. Yep. Um. We already established androids. Androids. Uh, some like post-apocalyptic cultural yeah. villages going yeah. on. There's just so many things happening. Uh, three types of homes. Yeah. Straw. Yeah. Hay. Those are the same. Oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> what were the three? Brick. Straw. Straw. Wood, brick, and stone. Wood. That was the fucking one I couldn't think <laughs> or of. Or bricks. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Either way, uh, I am going to say slice it because I have like a little bit of reservation because I still am not really clear exactly what's going on, but I it's, it looks like it's going to be really good. It looks going to be like, it looks like it's going to be a Ridley Scott yeah, situation. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I'm, yeah. I'm going to slice it too because yeah. I feel like, yeah. I know this is the unpopular opinion, mm-hmm. I liked Prometheus. I did too. Um, Alien Covenant, I wasn't as in love with after seeing it, but I don't hate it. I mm-hmm. was just like, okay. Yeah. Kind of dropped the ball there. Yeah. I defended you, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then you come out with this sequel. Yeah. So I, I was a little let down. I think he just has too many ideas and he doesn't know how to implement them anymore for some reason. Uh, but... Maybe a, a TV series will will give him a better opportunity to expand on what he wants to, you know, show the audience. Right. He he has more time to to get into things to flesh out all of his craziness. Exactly. Yeah. And his fucking thing had craziness. Yeah. yeah. And I also am excited because I saw that Travis Fimmel is going to be in this, and I loved him in Vikings and a lot of other things. I I think he's a great actor. So. Mm-hmm. And he's also super hot, so. I heard he can uh, blow stone houses down. Yeah, probably. Wouldn't be surprised. So. I've looked, you know. Well, so that's the only thing he's see, blowing. <laughs> did you see the um, Tarzan movie in like the 90s? Was nope. it the 90s? Or early 2000s? There was a Tarzan movie and he played Tarzan. Live action? Well, there's Live a lot act- of Tarzan yeah. movies. Are you sure you're not thinking of the one with uh, the guy from True Blood that played Eric? Because no. he was Tarzan and like. I think it was like 20... It's not that one. I would say like 2014. I don't know. I'm, yeah. That's probably not right at all. I, <laughs> I just gave like a theoretical number. A random number. number. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I was like, I feel like it's been a little while, so I'll just say a number that's far away, but close enough. Oh, sorry. The TV series, Tarzan. Okay, I was like, I, I mean, I definitely don't know him from Regardless, I remember him being Tarzan. Okay. Wow, he looks completely different. Uh-huh, yep. He looks like he was on True Blood yeah. in that picture. <laughs> yeah, he does. Or Twilight, even. Yeah. Okay. It was like a modern take of Tarzan. Yeah, it looks like it, yeah. I mean, he's wearing a shirt, so. Yeah. <laughs> Gave it away. <laughs> a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> yeah. A contemporary spin on an old story. Yeah. <laughs> my mom used to watch a beauty and the beast show from like the 80s or something it was like on tv uh-huh. it was like a live action beauty and the beast it was yeah. like modern time story i feel like i remember that it was like in the city and <laughs> he lived in like the sewer or some shit i don't know it <laughs> i just remember she had like a vhs tape of it oh my god of course <laughs> now i want to look it up See if we can find it on one of our streaming services. Yeah. That's it for trailers. Oh my god, yes. Hmm. I'm, I looked up the Beauty okay. <laughs> the Beast series. It's the, Ron the, Perlman. Oh my god, I was just about to say. Is it Ron Perlman? <laughs> it's Ron okay. Perlman, yeah. Because I was just about to say, the lion looks like Ron it's Perlman. It's Ron Perlman. And I thought that was funny. That show is the reason that I feel like every ginger cat looks like Ron Perlman. Probably not. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> I didn't even know it was him. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Wow. How crazy is that? And Linda Hamilton. Really? Yeah. Okay. This is fucking nuts. <laughs> what channel was it on? ABC, I assume? Knows. Let's see. Oh, fuck. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't. There was like four channels, so. CBS. Okay. I that mean, makes more sense. Actually, you said your mom watched it. Yeah. So. Well. <laughs> She was young at one point, okay? Still. I don't know if she was legally allowed to watch CBS at that time. But the people who watch CBS now probably always watch CBS. The, the, so you think I the think channel CBS just has grew aged with... with their viewer base? <laughs> I mean, you bring up a good point. Because I don't think it was always for old people. The, in fact, their slogan should be, we weren't always old. <laughs> yeah, I totally should. <laughs> We grow with you. Yeah. In age, not quality. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of growing. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. There you go. I mean. Let's talk about shrinking. <laughs> uh, so we played, it's in, correct me if I'm wrong, is this game in beta? It's in beta. Okay. So the game is called Grounded, and then we played it on Xbox One. It's... Yeah, it's on Game Pass in beta. Yes. Um, I assume it's on PC. I don't think it's on PS4. I couldn't tell. I tried to look it up. Okay. But it's Obsidian, which is it's now developer. owned by Microsoft. Right. So I'm assuming it's not on PlayStation. Maybe not. Yeah. And then um, Xbox. So, you know, sucks for you guys playing yeah. Avengers with <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. You can't shriek your motherfucking character. Yeah. Unless you have Ant Man oh, too, oh, yeah. yeah, which I think he's in it. Um, um, so in conclusion, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> uh, so this game was also it was published by Xbox Game Studios, right? And it's yep. supposed to come out next year, twenty twenty one. But it's technically out. 
Yeah, I know. Like, officially, though. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. Yeah. It's in beta. It's like Fortnite was out for, like, five fucking years. And yeah. they're like, okay, we're like, now, we're, now yeah. we're officially out. Yeah, it's like a restaurant does a soft opening. Yeah. And then they're open for, like, six months. And then they're like, grand <laughs> opening. Okay, everybody's already been here. Yeah. <laughs> they, then they leave that fucking sign up for, like, two years. Yeah, exactly. And it gets, like, weather-worn. Yeah, there's, like, holes in it and shit. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> this game... Guess you don't like fucking signs with holes, huh? The, <laughs> the concept of this game is uh, you play as a up to four uh, teens. They look like children they to me, children. but they're called they teens, which is weird to me. It's like, choose a teen. I was like, what? Did it really say that? I didn't even it notice. It does. It says, choose a teen. I was like, where? Because these are oh, children. At least say preteen, you idiot. Yeah. Um, so there's like four different characters you can play as. You There's multiplayer online. You can play with up to three friends. Or mm-hmm. uh, you can do just by yourself if you want to. And um, you are shrunken. Much like many of the movies we remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have to survive the backyard. Or the front yard. I can't remember. The yard. It looked like it was like. Yeah, front yeah. yard, I think it was. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There is a house in yeah. the background. Yeah. It's a yard of some kind. And so you are shrunken to the size of an ant. Well, smaller than an ant. But yeah. I feel like you're about the same size. The ants are about twice your size in the game. Oh. Well, I'd say. The description on the fucking game thing said size of an ant. So well, they fucking, were wrong, apparently. They're liars. Yeah. They've been lying to you this whole time. I feel like you look. It doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you have to like eat and drink water and you know normal survival. It's a survival stuff. game. Yeah. It, you know, I kind of talked about it a little bit last yes. episode. You got the chance to play it with me, so yeah. we play together. Yeah. Um, it's a survival game. Yes. It's it's a, a survival game for apparently teens that are actually preteens. Yes. Um, I enjoyed it. I felt like it was a bit slow because I it, it kind of was like we were frustrated. We we're trying to follow the story and all this stuff, but at the same time, it's like it goes to nighttime and then the creatures get more yeah, violent. I, I feel and... like nighttime lasts way longer than daytime. <gasps> it does, yeah. And it's way more hectic. Yeah, I looked it up. By the way, they do get more aggressive at night. We didn't make that up. Yeah, I felt that way. Yeah, but like I felt like a couple of times they were way more aggressive, and then finally after we got our base all built. Suddenly, nobody was knocking at the door. Yeah. And so I was like, well, we were, were we? camouflaged, obviously. Yeah. Like, Nothing here but grass. Just, just grass. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you've got to, like, go do these little, like, missions and also not get eaten by creatures. Well, here's the thing. was The game is very hands-off. It basically just throws you in the fucking game mm-hmm. and goes, okay, uh, figure it out. Yeah. They give you, like, oh, you got to... Find something yeah, in it's like, find some water. Ma- some area. Yeah, but like you have to look for where the fuck can go, and then you gotta figure out how to actually do it. And like as you pick up items, it'll be like, oh, now you can build something with yeah, this. Yeah, and, and you then can you like have analyze to go it. And you have to go figure out what. Yeah, so you analyze items, yeah. and then then add stuff to your list of now you can build. Now you stuff. can do this thing to make this other thing. Yeah. But you don't only really know the context of what the things are used for. You have to really just kind of yeah. play around with it. And I'll, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't like games without a fucking mini-map. I thought you were going to say I love being a turtle. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Turtles. Do they say that? He's like, I, I think Michelangelo, and I, I think like one of the movies, he's like, oh, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I love being a turtle. No, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> Thank you, though, for that. I 
get, getting frustrated because you were like trying to guide us around by looking at the map and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, where the fuck is my map? It took me a long time to find the map. Uh-huh. And then I was like, well, this is fucking bullshit. I don't have to go to the menu every time. Yeah. Give me a fucking it, mini map. Come I, on. This game needs a lot of fine tuning. Uh, <laughs> quality of life. Yes. Tweaks to it. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't figure out how to even fucking pin something on the map yeah. or anywhere in the it world. It claimed that you could pin things. Yeah, but I couldn't figure it out. And so yeah. it was really frustrating because I'm like, I'm pressing every button. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't pin things so I could just be like, I want to walk in this direction. Yes. I had to just keep going to the map to be like, am I going the right direction? And half the time I'd be like, somehow I went to the left. I don't yeah. know how I fucking did <laughs> You're it. Like, you I've been going straight. <laughs> do not let me. How am I going Do not this direction? let me travel in a forest by myself. Yeah. Also, I will die. Uh, yeah, and I got figured out to fo- stop following you so closely in that game because you kept running directly into spiders' nests. I mean, my <laughs> logic was I keep fucking running. Yeah. And eventually, I'll run them. Yeah. And everything will be good. Did it work out though? Most of the time. Okay. Most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. So I learned to follow you at a little bit more of a distance so that I would hear you say, oh, shit, spider, and then I'd just go around. <laughs> like, I'm going to go left here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, it, the thing is, there, there's really not very a lot of insects. There's like gnats, there's... Weevils. Weevils, Mites. which are annoying as fuck. Yeah, they are. Mites. Ants, which don't attack you unless you attack them. Yeah. Ladybugs, which are kind of the same thing. Um, and they're like a one-hit fucking kill, apparently. For they the most part... ram you and they'll fucking kill you. For the most part, I agree with you, but I feel like there was one that was aggressive to me and I hadn't done shit to it. So I don't mm. know if it was mad that I was cutting down the grass did or you, what. Did you take its mom out and never call her again? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, and then they had like stink bugs. Mm-hmm. And then and did they spiders. Attack? They had like three or four different types of spiders, which were all fucking scary. Yeah. Terrifying. Um, and you can make them smaller, right? If you, it's there's a arachnophobia, arachnophobia mode which arachnoph- we haven't really used, but apparently they're still just as bad of a presence. But, but they're they, smaller. They're a lot more, like they're a lot less intimidating. Yes. Yes. So I assume they're smaller. Yeah. But they are just as dangerous. Yeah. And it looked like when I I was briefly looking at the settings, it looked like it was a slider. So it looked like you could kind of go. Oh, so you could probably. I think you could choose somewhere in the middle if you the wanted size to. That you want yeah, them to be. that's okay. what I interpreted, but I didn't try it, so I don't know okay. for sure. Um, I feel like it took us long, too long to figure out how to do stuff, and so we really yeah. didn't get. Oh, and like, then once we figured stuff out, like we got to like this tree, and then we did something with a, a section, and then it was like, oh, okay, it seems like you beat the game, but you can keep doing shit supposedly. Yeah. So yeah. I was. Not sure. Yeah, because that's if all we were done or not. Like you said that it looked, that was the end of the game, and I was like, I I thought they were just saying that there was more, but you just got to go find it. My so, interpretation of the the message that he gave us was that was given. The message that was given mm-hmm. was this is the end of the story for the beta, but you can keep coming here to get side missions. Yeah, basically. And then we basically just spent the rest of that time after that building a base. Building a base. Finding which, a place to build a base. Which we then had to, like, tear shit down half the Multiple time. Multiple times. Because it didn't fit right in the, building the walls and stuff. It was and kind of fiddly. There was a lot of there was a lot of problems with yeah. the, the building aspect. Like, the height that they of the wall, and like, connecting. Like, a lot of times it wouldn't lock on, yeah. and so you would end up with a wall that was, like, a foot away from another wall. Uh-huh. 
but they were side by side, so it's you couldn't get them to connect. Definitely not a game for people who have OCD. I no. can tell you that. God, things I looked, would bother me. And I'll be I like, backed up and looked at our walls, and I was like, no, nope, I gotta walk away. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's not user error, yeah. but a lot of it would not be something I could fix. So yeah. I was really bothersome, and I yeah. just. I did not like yeah. it. Pro tip if anybody's planning on playing this, find a fucking can and just build around it because they <laughs> right. can't, the other creatures can't destroy the can. You can always yeah. hide in your can if they destroy your walls. Yeah. Yeah. And I found out there's a repair tool to repair things around your camp. Okay. So instead of tearing down the wall and starting over, you can repair it. Yeah. I, I feel like, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like I could probably walk away from this game and stop playing. Yeah. But... I enjoyed it enough that if you wanted to continue, I could see continuing to see the other aspects of building shit and, mm-hmm. and trying to build up a, a base um, and see where it goes. But the game didn't hook me enough that I would see myself playing it long term. Right. What well, I would like... Of course, this is beta, but... Yeah. What I would like from this game to want to get into it again, like to really get into it would be like in Minecraft where you can turn peaceful mode on and off. I don't know for sure if you can do that in this game or not. I I feel but, like it might be possible. I don't know. But if you can go in in peaceful mode and build your base and then go back later. Yeah. Well, that would be considered cheating, right? I mean. Because, well, no, I guess you're right. Peaceful mode is a thing in, in Minecraft. I was thinking yeah. creative mode. But, yeah, you're right. There, there is a mode that you don't get attacked. Yeah. So, I don't know. I... I just feel like I would like to go see more of, like, what I can and can't do mm-hmm. and then go back and play it yeah. for real. Mm-hmm. Because it's it, there really isn't a good tutorial. It's a very quick do these five things and once you've found water, even though it, like, grosses you out every time you drink it, that's, you've yeah, succeeded. Yeah, that's another problem is, like... Like, teach me how to get the fucking dew drops. You're fo- you have to focus so much on eating and drinking to stay alive that it just takes you out of the actual part of the game that's worth playing yeah um and again you're drinking shitty water yeah you're drinking or you're eating like gross things and like i couldn't even figure out how to get most things to eat so i would just eat mushrooms that was the pretty much so many mushrooms just to get my health back yeah um i finally figured out how to make weevil roasts and those filled up my health a lot faster but grossed me out so and then like you said, the water was, like, gross. So, like, you drink water, and then it would make you sick. So if you drank too much water to fill up your water gauge, yeah. then it lowered your food gauge for some reason. Yeah, because... And so it's, like, it's a lose-lose. You, yeah. You're, so there's no, no consistency there with, with what to do. The, there's no yeah. balance. I felt like I needed a longer tutorial of really, like, understanding mm. you should try to find a dew drop and, and how to get to that it. That might be just this game type is all, all about, you know, survival. So it's yeah. not about, like, like fucking go no man's sky. figure it out and try and survive on your own. Yeah. I, I, if that's the case, then that's fine. But yeah, um, yeah I, I, I'm not into that, though. I, I think I would give it a test it. Because we literally were testing it. It's a beta, so that's a good call. (laughs) I didn't hate it, but there were definitely parts I felt like could be improved. Um, A lot of it was probably glitchy stuff, which Mm -hmm. might be fixed in the final product. Yeah, that's true. Um, I I don't know. I I, liked it, though. I'd probably have to say sample it. Yeah. Um, I'll continue with you if you want, but I feel like I could walk away and be okay at this point. Yeah. Not to say I wouldn't come back, like, months later to see what's been 
fixed, but like yeah. I wouldn't consistently play as it's being fixed. Right. No, I could totally walk away from it until it's the final mm-hmm. product and then I'd be interested to try it again. The final product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, the Capture was a TV show on Peacock. The, the one that we did not watch during our app review. Yes, this was the... the I guess there's one other now, but at the time that we yeah, spoke about it, this was, more, this was the last original show that we give, gave a shit about. <laughs> it yeah. was on Peacock at launch, but actually I found out it was previously on BBC One September of last year. Okay, this makes so much more sense. Yeah. Okay, because it feels like they're getting a lot of British shows, and I'm like, is NBC British? Am I, I just didn't must, know it? Does NBC Universal own BBC? Maybe that's it? Uh, I don't know. I'll fact check that. Uh, but it seems like <laughs> most of their shows are in the realm of UK broadcasting, right? Yes, it does seem like there's quite like a bit. They have of... a new hit Hitman show or something that's the same concept. Yes. Um, in fact, one of the actors that was in that trailer is on Intelligence. Yes. Which is another show with a theme of the UK, right? Yeah. So, uh, but we watched The Capture. Uh, basic premise is a woman uh, is seen on camera footage uh, being assaulted by a man and goes missing. Mm-hmm. And he is not only charged, I guess he, he is questioned He's for... He's under suspicion. For what happened to her. Right. Uh, because they do not know where she is. They do not know if she's dead or mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of unfolds from there into this bigger conspiracy issue yes uh that ties into a couple other characters absolutely um yeah we ended up watching all six episodes of season one they were about an hour each yeah and we actually talked about this when we were done about if they were if it was going to be possible for them to go on and do a season two and it apparently is possible because they're doing it. <laughs> okay, so it is happening. <laughs> yes, okay. they confirmed it. Uh, BBC confirmed it on June 3rd of this year. And it says they will see Rachel Carey fall deeper into the dizzying world of fakery and disinformation. She's only scratched the surface of this conspiracy. Uh, they're expecting the release date to be around 2022, early in the year, on BBC One. And then a few months later on Peacock. But uh, this is all, you know pandemic timeline mm-hmm. so who the fuck yeah, yeah, knows yeah, really yeah, when it's course. gonna happen um but i'm excited to hear that it's gonna have a season two because yeah. it, it's it's a definitely an interesting issue that it follows throughout the show it reminded me of the killing yes but in a different aspect more uh, techie or yeah, whatever more, I don't it, it was like black mirror meets the killing yeah yeah uh it definitely had me starting to question fucking yes uh, <laughs> life yes in general uh, in 100%. public and yeah. and what's really going down yeah, yeah right <laughs> Big Brother is yeah. always looking right yeah exactly uh, I, it, I really hope this is all fiction it's it, I know it's not but yeah uh, <laughs> it'd be nice if it were though <laughs> but it had me wondering is there really that many cameras. I don't uh, throughout know. the UK, I wondered the or same thing. Or I guess thing. specifically London is where they were, right? In Britain, yeah. So, uh, 
it just seemed like there was like an insane amount of like traffic cameras and shit that they like monitored like everything and it just felt like that was more of a police force than I realized was a thing if that's really how it is yeah definitely um but again that could be a thing here and I'm just ignorant to the whole issue yeah that's also possible I mean I obviously we might just be living under jokes on you they married me (laughs) yeah no I meant like I would be ignorant to it as well okay (laughs) Um, we had, I didn't write this down, but there were some, some familiar names in the cast of this. Uh, Ron Perlman was mm. also. Yeah, he played the Beast. <laughs> yeah, he was the Beast. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Famke Jansen played herself. <laughs> Who? Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Famke Jansen. Jean Grey. Oh. Yeah. She didn't. Really. When you said Dark Phoenix, I was thinking uh, Sophie oh, Turner. No. Sorry. I was thinking of the first one. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, obviously, she doesn't really play herself, but she's in it. Um, yeah. and she's got those she demon looks, eyes. She, she, she looked like the same character from uh, Hemlock Grove. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> which says a lot yeah. about what she looks like. Yeah. Since this is not a supernatural show. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Laura Haddock was one of the characters, and the main character is actually Holiday Granger, which I recognized, and I f- looked up why. You told me she was in the Borgias. She played Lucrezia in the Borgias, and for anybody who watched the Borgias, you'll know who that is. She was the detective, right? Yes, okay. she was the detective. And okay. this, not that. Correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the woman who goes missing. Yeah, that's Laura Haddock. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she I recognized from the Transformers. The last night movie, not mm. to say a lot about the movie, yeah. <laughs> but I recognized her. Yeah, so uh, some familiar faces, and uh, I, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting, interesting take on the usual. Like, it's not the same thing as your standard uh, Law and Order show or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was a little yeah. bit different. And like I said, I referenced the killing, but like it was a little different because it, it wasn't like every episode was oh. We think it's this guy. Yeah. And then, nope, nope, it's not that guy. It was more of a, like, building small little evidence things that tie into getting to the truth at the end. Right. Um, but they did do the whole, here's a hook at the end of the fucking yeah, episode. Yeah, they so sure did. come back to the next episode. Yeah. But it was only, like, six episodes. And so I, I, I didn't need the hook to really right. come back. Yeah. But it was fine that they had it. Yeah. Uh, best part about this show? What? They actually limited the ads to a reasonable amount, I feel like. That's true. Like, there was about 30 seconds each time. Yeah, I think you're and right. It was about two or three times, I feel it happened during the, yeah. an episode. It was a lot less distracting. The, they did still have some of the weird cuts, though, where it's yeah. like, oh, there's going to be a commercial here. Nope, never mind. There's not. But you brought up a good point, though, because you said this was a show on... Uh, BBC oh, right. One. You're right. So this was already they were cut probably for cut for commercials there. So I guess it makes it clear to the viewer on Peacock how many ads there would have been <laughs> if it were on TV. Yeah, because sometimes there's some weird cuts. Yeah, uh, but it didn't really do enough to like take you out of it, right. like other shows they had. Right. Um, I really enjoyed it. I I would say for me this was a uh, dissect it. I also I've, would dissect it. I, I know, because you're a fucking poser. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess we're DTF then. Yeah. I mean, we better be. <laughs> For 
pretty awkward marriage if yeah, we aren't. Yeah, it would. Uh, I think all the acting was great. Yes. I really enjoyed the acting. Yes. All around. Yeah. Um, and it always kept me on my toes. I you know, I pride myself that I'm pretty good at predicting things. Mm-hmm. I feel like I kept trying, but I feel like most of the time I did not predict what was going on. <laughs> I know. There was a time where you were like, I think that... And then you would just stop talking because you were like, never mind, I'm not going to predict it yeah, anymore. Because the next scene already <laughs> questioned my fucking thought. That part was pretty funny. I was kind of enjoying that because you love to predict things when we're watching stuff. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I loved it. So, I, again, I did not think they could go into a season two because it, I feel like going into a season two would be a completely different show because they wrapped up this specific story. So I don't really know how they can really go into a season two with the same formula when what happens changes everything. Because the goal of the story is no longer there due to the outcome. But where she ends up at the end of this, that is a new avenue to explore, I think. And I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to do. Okay. Yeah. To really kind of focus... Not so much. I'm assuming it won't be so much on a single case as in this first season was. The overall it, picture of the implications of yes, what's going on. I think on it might be more because like of that first season. This thing, that thing, all these things happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they really pull out your heartstrings with this one. Like they, yeah. they, the stuff, outcomes happen of things that you're just like. It's not a happy ending for everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, you know, it's a dead dove. Yeah. At least there's something on Peacock that I'm enjoying. Yes. That's true. We have a, a ways until there's more of it. That's true. Although, <laughs> we have a way to get BBC One. That's a good point. We have a chance of watching it. Yeah. Good call. I feel like one of the streaming services has those channels. I don't know. We'll see. I think... Actually, they have live TV on there. If that's one of the channels, it's possible. Yeah. You can still watch it. Yeah, we'll, we'll look see. into it. Okay. We also watched American Pickle. Yeah, I guess we have a pickle here. Yeah. <laughs> this came out on HBO Max. It's an exclusive on um, August 6th. So, not that long ago. Did we watch it like the day it came out? I think we did. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't... Okay, cool. Yeah, it, it's about right. Maybe the next day. Okay. This is about, um, in case you haven't seen the trailers, <laughs> an immigrant worker at a pickle factory is accidentally preserved for 100 years and wakes up in modern day Brooklyn. Um, and that's the that's the description on IMDb, by the way. That's it. Okay. Yeah, um, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's not when you wrong. Watch it. uh, but the, he also ends up meeting his great grandson, and then they have a bunch of hilarity ensue. Yeah, and this is uh, Seth Rogen who plays Herschel Greenbaum and Ben Greenbaum. Yes. His was it great grandson? I think it's or great. Great great grandson. I think it's great grandson. Whatever goes through a hundred year. Yeah. <laughs> time frame. Yeah, pretty sure it was great grandson. Uh, so he was interacting with himself a lot as two different characters. It, it, it reminded me of living with yourself. Whatever the fucking Paul yeah. Rudd show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they were really quick to just get to the fucking fact that he is no longer mm-hmm. in his time. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially this whole thing was this a comedy of fish out of water, right? Yes. Uh, he puts on this accent. Yeah, he's from... He's migrated from... Some place I've never heard of. I'm not sure if it's real, but basically it's a 
it it appears to be a an area near Russia in Europe where mm-hmm. the, they are Jewish generally yes. speaking. I feel like overall the jokes were fine. I feel like sometimes they tried a little hard, but overall I enjoyed the, the movie. I think the jokes were good. It was really focused on seeing how each of them were dealing with the same events and dealing with the awkwardness of dealing with each other. Um, so there's they each had a very different um, upbringing and way of life because of the different 100 years apart. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's a huge difference in how they were raised. But in that aspect, it also brought up a good message of like living in somebody else's shoes. Yes, which... they, start, they, they started out maybe not seeing eye to eye and then they did end up being able to find mm-hmm. and understand common ground other. and yes understand it's really a, uh, it, it's about family even yeah, too absolutely. It, you know he's in this world now where it, he's basically captain america who if captain america was a nobody yeah, <laughs> yeah. right so exactly <laughs> yeah and there's just it fun, had no powers there's funny little jokes about society and there mm-hmm. little funny things about brooklyn and like hipsters, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some gross stuff that the, you know, with like yeah. the, the production of the pickles and stuff yes. that he yeah. Uh, the only thing that took me out of this, and I know it's it's a me thing. It's not a movie thing. Uh-huh. The whole him living in a thing of pickles, mm-hmm. or whatever pickle juice for a hundred years, and not drowning or dying or anything. Yeah. <laughs> bothered me too much to the point that I couldn't at first get past it. Couldn't get past it, yeah. Like, I I kept questioning him. Like, there's no reason he would survive this. And they even kind of, like, make jokes about that with the the quick pan over to, like, him in modern time. And, like, the doctors are like, oh, he's, uh, he was preserved because of, if you look at our chart. And then I was like, oh, okay. And, like, they don't really. makes perfect sense. They don't explain it. But, like, it's just kind of implied in the joke that, uh, they found a scientific reason. Right. Um, didn't work for me. Yeah. Uh, but another part that drew me out a little bit too was the fact that he has these hurdles trying to assimilate, uh-huh. not just from his time, but like just as a person in a new place. Yeah. Um, and they all openly know that he's from this other time, right? Society knows this based yes. off the news and all this shit, right? Yes. But then when he fucks up and has these, like, things that he says that are very much because he's from 100 years ago and that was appropriate and okay to say at that time. Yeah. People are, like, throwing their arms up like, are you kidding me? Yeah. This is an outrage. And it's, realistically, wouldn't they all get it and understand that he's, like, not, he's literally from 100 years ago? Yeah. That part was a little silly. But I also just now was thinking about it and maybe it was a statement about people getting upset about things that there's no reason to be upset about. That's a valid point. Knowing it, knowing Seth Rogen, that could be. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and then also, you think that the scientists would have wanted to, like, I don't know, keep him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and test a lot At of At the very least, monitor for him. For the yeah. future of technology. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe discover time preservation for society since it seemed to have worked for this guy for a hundred years. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, We talked about Jorma Tacone earlier. 
He was the investor. Okay. This guy. Okay. Yeah. I recognize him from that movie, The oh. the Lonely Island Boys, or the fuck you were talking about? Yes. Is that what they're called? It's just The Lonely Island, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there was because there was that pop star, uh, whatever. Don't, never, don't, stop, don't stop. Stop stopping or something. Don't stop. <laughs> never stopping. Or, yeah. Yeah. Never stop. Don't stop stopping. Something like never. that. <laughs> yeah, that one. Was a really good Don't movie. Don't stop, never stopping. I think he was. I remember him in that movie. Yeah. So okay. It was hella funny. Anyway, uh, so yes, I think that American Pickle was funny and also had nice messages of learning to find a common ground and family mm-hmm. and all of those things. So I am going to slice it. I did especially enjoy his uh, elderly Jewish man accent. Mm-hmm. And the little Jew jokes, I thought they were, <laughs> they were funny. Okay. Not, they're not like jokes about, you know, he's like, he was like a Jonas Sock or He's like, was he Jew? Was yeah. Like, I thought I, so. Yeah. Like, they were very, they uh, were funny because. And only he could get away with them because yes, he's Jewish. Yes. So. And I, because, and that's why they were funny because I feel like <laughs> I would have heard that kind of thing out of maybe not my dad, but like his relatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who are Jewish. Yes. Uh, yeah, in case that wasn't clear. Not <laughs> racist, just Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I guess I'd have to say slice it too. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was quite a dissect it. Yeah. I, I also kind of wish I got more of his relationship with his wife. I, yeah, I agree. Which was a part that kind of was the, well, you know, they fridged her. Okay. I mean, I mean, yeah. they kind of did because she yeah. naturally had to die, right? Over a hundred years. That's true. Um, but I really enjoyed the relationship that they had in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And like, if I know it was like supposed to be like ridiculously over the top uh, struggles that yeah. bonded them. Yeah. But it was charming, and I yeah. kind of wish I got more of that. And yeah. and she was really like a small portion of the movie, That's obviously, because it was just the plot point to get him where he needs to be. Right. So I, I'd have to say I'd slice it. Um, I definitely recommend it for people. It was an hour and a half. It, yeah. If you have HBO, I, Max, I don't know. I guess you had to have a Max in order to see this. I don't is HBO know. a thing without Max now? I just I don't know how I it works don't, anymore. I can't follow it. Okay. <laughs> I'll try to figure it out. I'll let you know okay. next time. All right. We'll just say HBO Max specifically, just yes. to be safe. Yeah. Uh, I think it's worth a watch mm-hmm. if you have time. It's an hour and a half. Yes. You, you're going to get what you expect out of Seth Rogen. Yes. I agree. And that's it for this episode. Yes? Yes. Okay. And a bag of chips. Yeah. So, thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. We have a group called Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. You can interact with us all week long. We post updates periodically, daily, more than one time daily, most likely, <laughs> with news and things as it comes out. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast service. We would appreciate any reviews or direct feedback to learn how we're doing. You can send us an email at dtfpod at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or feedback for us. And we'd love to hear from you in any way. That'd be great. You can also find us on dtfcast.com or follow Steven on social media. At Classy Cat Dad on Instagram and Twitter. All right, everyone. Stay tuned.
for next time. Bye bye. <laughs>